get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Come on, St. Louis hockey fans, stand up and cheer. The Blues are back strong. This is our year. It's the Blues turn now. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Yeah, it's the Blues turn now. With that Al McKenna slap shot, you know we can't lose. Let's do that hockey. Come on, St. All over the hockey universe, the note is the news. It's Wednesday, February 6th, 2019. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 34 of Let's Go Blues Radio and our St. Louis Blues State of the Union Address. This is franchise episode number 167 all time. I'm your host, Kurt Price. My co-hosts, once again, are Bill Day. Bill, am I pronouncing that correctly? Bill Day. Is it correct? It's very, very difficult to pronounce. Oh, right. It's, oh. it's multisyllabic. <laughs> I think I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong <laughs> syllable. I believe you so, did. Um, it's and, multisyllabic uh, only would you say both my names. <laughs> and you're going to have something with us when uh, Jeff Ponder... Something that, like that. That's, that's uh, right. By the way, multi-syllabic. I think he's uh, a guy that's going to be picked from Finland this year in the draft. <laughs> multi-syllabic. Yeah, he's from Serbia. <laughs> Originally from Serbia. <laughs> he's born in Serbia. So it would be the first born in Serbian. Serbia, played in Finland, uh, yeah. uh, grew up um, idolizing Doug Gilmore, of all people. It would be the uh, first Serbian NHL player, I believe. <laughs> so that's we're rooting for him. Uh <laughs> Tune in with our show on social media. Follow us on Twitter at LGB Radio. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note, and uh, Jeff's is at jponder 94 Also, follow us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and the website is letsgoblues.com. Stick with us uh, as we later on the show as we maybe open up the show later for listeners to join us live on the air. We'll send the link out on Twitter when that happens. Again, that's at LGB Radio got some announcements please check out the let's go blues.com shop for t-shirts mugs and stickers and congratulations to uh kurt chaplin now jeff mentioned this on his uh interview show last week uh kurt chaplin was the uh winner of our twitter contest he won a tarasenko funko pop figure and a let's go blues radio retire number 44 shirt so uh, we had a lot of interest with that which we appreciate that was fun so uh, uh we appreciate the uh the new handful of followers hopefully get some new listeners tonight and you're enjoying the shoe uh, we'll be doing another giveaway soon, so uh, stay tuned for that announcement. Um, our official beers of episode 167. Bill, how are you, and how is your beer, and what are you having? <clears throat> Thank you, Kurt. I am happy to be here. <laughs> I hope I can help the team. <laughs> wow. Tonight, I am having, uh, I found this at the back of the fridge, which is just, it's, I don't know. I like that. I can find this kind of beer at the back of the fridge. Uh, Yeti Imperial Stout by Great Divide Brewing Company. It's uh, it's an all time favorite Imperial Stout, and uh, yeah, it's it's solid. Very dark. 
don't think I've ever had a bad Imperial Stout. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've had a bad one. Um, so I. Although I did have a chocolate it, mint Imperial Stout one time that was not my. It was good, but it wasn't. It was probably like yeah. my least favorite. Yeah, when when they are not stored properly, they turn very syrupy and not great. So I, I recently had a comrade from uh, recess, recess, yeah, that was barrel aged and apparently stored improperly, ah. and it. It by you or by them? N- not by me. I picked it up oh, okay. and drank it like two days later. Oh. And it mm. was in the fridge for just two days. I've had their comrade before uh, and uh, I enjoyed it. This was, this was last year. but yeah. So well, apparently the, the proper way to store an Imperial Stout is in the back of a fridge. For <laughs> I, don't, I think this is a couple of years. Uh, it's a can though too. So it is. It probably keeps longer. And it's nice. Uh, Jeff, how are you this evening? And what is your beer? I'm great. Uh, my beer is the back of the fridge ale. <laughs> I, actually, that that does sound like a pretty back good back of the fridge of ale. Beer. That's a good name. I like that. Yeah, maybe maybe mm. uh, we'll talk to Center Ice and uh, Steve <laughs> over at Center Ice and have him make that beer for us. Back of the fridge ale. Yeah, it'd be LGB Radio special. I like that, uh, guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while since the three of us have been together. So this is uh, a, a, I guess a welcome home. Let's go Blues Radio for all three of us. Two weeks ago it was just the two of you. Last week it was just me and Ray Ferraro. So uh that's uh that's exciting. Ray Ferraro. Ray Ferraro. Oh, right. Sorry, I was thinking my, sorry. Never my mind. my horrid my horrid fun with audio that I have. <laughs> right. Right. I, for, uh, I forgot about that that slapstick comedy that you <laughs> that you put out. <laughs> I was like, you get a guest of Ray Ferraro? What? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's you were right, you were done. you were uh, uh you were that guy. You were testing the bounds of the uh, comedic uh, limitations yep. of the show. I went there. Yeah. I went there. You I, pushed I the... tried to be as funny as Kurt, but we just all can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. We're not all comedians. You're about halfway there. Half. Oh God, man! I got a long way to go. Well. Uh, my my beer is the uh, something I've never had before, the Schlafly Tasmanian IPA. Have you guys had that before? Me neither, and mm. I just cracked it open, as you may have heard, and I'm going to take my first taste all right now. Oh, this is exciting! I he's live okay. on air taste test. Yeah, not a real, not a real big swig, but it's a it's a taste. I like he's going for two. And uh, what do you think? Did you, did, you sw- right. did you swish in your mouth? Just did you, I mean, did you get the full effect? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I, I uh, you know did the whole smelling thing first. Uh-huh. And... Did you? Yeah, aer- no, it's good. Did you aerate in your mouth? Before, a little bit before yes, you swallowed because mm-hmm. the, the 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 true talent of an lgb radio host is if they can aerate in their mouth before they swallow that all right we're just going to skip <laughs> over that because there's a there's a right. fun that it's it, you know what i'm sure it's funny i don't know why <laughs> so I, you don't have to go to tasmania <laughs> to get this beer it's not bad it's pretty good i think i got it at uh, uh friar tuck down the street here off watson uh, don't come find me. That is where I go all the time. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's good. Solid. Uh, good aftertaste. Uh, this is going to sound weird. Peppercorny. That's, mm. that's, that's kind of what okay. I get from it. Not bad. Hmm. Yeah. I, Kurt, how about you? Well, go ahead, Bill. What you I was going to say, I had, um, one of the West coast, beers a couple of years ago uh, i forget which which brewery it was but it was 
uh, very prominent peppercorn. And you, I, sh- you should I, ask the uh, the uh, Teal Town USA uh, folks. I should. They are, I, 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 the, the I'm sure guy. Chris would know. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's big into that. Yeah. yeah, he's he is. We need to set up a uh, a beer transfer. We do. Maybe yeah. that maybe that'll be the yes, not the next bet, but the second next bet. Right. Or just or just or just do a beer transfer yeah, and then and drink them on the show. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Something is that legal? Can you ship, ship beer over the? Ship, <laughs> can you? Oh, oh well, I mean, I'm talking drive it. Can you even ship it? Can we like eastbound the down, uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit it? <laughs> I think we could. We've all had this talk. How, well, I, it was. Didn't they do Miller Lite in Smokey and the Bandit? It was Miller Lite. Coors. Coors. It was Coors. <laughs> all the, yeah. Oh my God. And you know what? Coors uses corn syrup. Did you know that? I. They use Coors syrup? Corn syrup. <laughs> Super Bowl commercials, stupid butt. I didn't watch the Super Bowl commercials. I didn't. I'm sorry. That's the only thing I watched. I didn't watch the fucking I have. I watched. The the, the, that was at a party, and the game was on in the background, and I, 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 I just I picked up the score every now and then. Mm-hmm. Watched the last 30 seconds, or yeah. the last couple minutes. I watched the last four minutes. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I think that's that's about what I watched, was four minutes. Uh, I did. Uh, I, uh, I have. Um, I'm fine this evening. And I have uh, you know, uh, chocolate milk stout from uh, Four Hands. I usually do the uh, – I don't think I've had the actual the, – the regular chocolate milk stout on here maybe once before. Yeah. I usually do the uh, Absence of Light. But this is – I had a few of these in my fridge. I wanted to, uh, to uh, drink them up. So I'm going chocolate milk stout by Four Hands Brewery in St. Louis. Did you get any Madagascar? Um, I did. I got a uh, Madagascar Banas Foster, um, which was good. They really made a. They made oh no I'm sorry no no no, no that was a chocolate milk, that was the milk stout um, right shoot no they, I didn't I didn't get the milk stout yeah. I didn't get the Madagascar yeah. I got I had Madagascar last year right which I, the bottles right there yeah it was great I yeah. had some this year no mm. last year bottle. I had some of that bottle oh that's right yes that was on the show. No. What, what was it? It was a weird party. Oh, okay. Party. Doris's birthday. Was it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't Doris invite me to her birthday? It's <laughs> Doris is the last name of a of a guy, a friend of ours. <laughs> but we'll Damn it, Doris. <laughs> what? Yeah, Dad. Yeah. His nickname is Back. <laughs> um, Back. Uh, 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 you guys are so clever. I know. Clever in the corniest of ways. Today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account. Uh, February 6th, 1988, Barkley Plager passed away at, well, today. he passed. Er, Bar- 1988, Barkley Plager passed away uh, today's anniversary uh, at the age of 46 on February 6th. So that uh, is a diagnosed uh, with uh, head cancer, uh, tumor, and a uh, three-year battle, and it ended on February 6th, 1988. So we start the show off on a high note. Very high note. I guess, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm doing these this, so, this year in history when they die, players die. So a couple of things about Bark. He, he is legendary in the Blues. was head, head coach for a period. You know, He was done playing by the time I was starting to watch the games. Mm-hmm. Head coach for a period in the early 80s. Um, I actually had a jersey, a hand-me-down jersey of his. Uh, that I ruined using it as a soccer goalie jersey once, and uh, I really regret that because it was it was a uh, 
an authentic jersey from the 70s. Beautiful thing, and I ruined it. Um, but, I mean, just think about it. He was 46. It, when he died, he seemed ancient. Yeah, me. I know. Well, and, I mean, 46 for a player is, uh, I mean, well, I mean, right. I, I mean he had been retired right. for how long? And it's, yeah, they seem but, old. Right. <laughs> they seem old when they're, when they're still playing. Like, oh, my God, he's 40 and he's still playing hockey? Like geez, I mean, right? But to to die at forty six, I mean, right? That, yeah, that's rough. That's rough. I'm forty four. Right. <laughs> I'm about to turn forty three. So it's kind of scary. I was thinking that this media guide had Plager on the front, but it does not. It's got uh, Sutter, Barry, and Micheletti from uh, yeah. 1988, 89. Yeah, Micheletti when he first got into broadcasting. Yeah, I liked him in, on the. He, I mean, he's good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. For the oh, is he still Rangers. with the Rangers now? Okay. Rangers. Or, has he always? It was Islanders for a while. It no? was Islanders for a while. Yeah, it was. was it? Yeah, yeah, and then Rangers. Yeah. Because the Rangers was uh, oh, Davidson did. and uh, Rosen. Well, right? Yeah. And then. He uh, did Islanders for a while with uh, with Deb Placey, did it too, who was a, a St. Louis then. So yeah, there's a couple and, St. Louis connections there in the Islanders broadcast. She's been with the Devils, though, for most of her career. She has, but she's also gone from the Devils now, too. I don't know what she's doing now. I'm not sure where she's at. Hmm. I know she listens. Deb, uh, write in. Let us know. <laughs> you know, uh, real quick, Bill, before we move on, um, you mentioned ruining one of your hockey jerseys um, when uh, uh, we get playing soccer. So my buddies and I, back when I was a teenager, used to play street hockey all the time. I mean, three, four times a week. And we got so good at it. Nobody ever fell. Nobody ever, you know, it, we were fine. We, we knew where the potholes were. So I thought, you know what? It, it's kind of chilly out today. I'm going to wear this random jersey that I found at a Goodwill. It was a Tony Granato green uh, San Jose Sharks jersey from oh. like 95. And the one time that I took a nasty spill, I hit a curb as I was trying to get the ball and, and go around someone. I tried to go wide, foot went up on the curb. I went flying in the air. Landed on my elbow. I mean, ripped the entire sleeve up, and obviously blood all over the jersey. I was so mad at myself. I'm like, man, that would have been one of those crazy random jerseys that I would have had in my 40s, and been like, yeah, yeah, you got a crazy, you got a Carlo Coliacovo jersey. I got a Tony Granato jersey. <laughs> I got a Bob Basson jersey. <laughs> I uh, think it only would have been better if it were a Pat Falloon. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. I I, uh, I uh, ruined my brother's jersey. Um, there was a bunch of blood. Which jersey? Which brother? It was, uh, my brother Greg. Yeah, all my brothers played hockey except for one, and uh, all on the same team too for a while. Um, yeah, when I got uh, clocked in the face and uh, blood was everywhere, and he took off his jersey and like wadded it up and shoved it in my face to try and stop the bleeding, and it was just covered in blood. <laughs> that was that was uh, that was the moose team. The moose team. Those yeah. were great. Those were our best jerseys. Those were ever. those were awesome jerseys. Yeah. Just a just a simple white M on big white M on the chest and green and gray and white. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah, they were beauties. They're beauty, beauty jersey. They're beauties. They're beauties. February sixth, nineteen ninety. Brett Hall scored his fiftieth goal of the season to become part of the first father son combo to score fifty goals in a six to four win versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. And there's a uh, the uh, at STL Blues History uh, Twitter account. Uh, got the uh, newspaper clipping here with this one and. Uh, Every time I see Bobby Hall now, I just, I just I'm like, just go <laughs> they, away. The Hitler had yeah. some good ideas go too. Go away, yeah. Hitler had some good ideas, and uh, uh, let me go home and beat my wife. Yeah. And kind of just, what a piece of shit, man. Yeah. 
it's it's crazy. I don't know. We've talked about this before. I think Billy, you brought this up on the show that that Chicago still celebrates him. I don't think. Like, I I think there's a big backlash. The ever since like the Winter Classic when he was out there with Hall dropping the puck, there was a lot of backlash for that. I think. It's, I will say that was the one time that I was kind of like, okay, it's kind of cool that, that that Bobby and Brett are out there doing this together. But every other time the Blackhawks have have shoveled him out there, I'm like. What are you doing? Do they still what do that? Do? I mean, is it the past they couple do. years too? They did, they did it at, um, and you want to know the easiest way to know if they're doing it? Just follow Greg Wachinski. Oh, Twitter, yeah. Because he yeah. calls about every fucking time. Well, I, they have a lot of, of, of players they could well, they could trot out there. Well, Stan Makita was probably the best. Yeah. He's gone. Right. But I'm, I'm, well, they, I mean, they could, they've right. got Dirk Graham. <laughs> They got Steve Steve Passmore. Oh. Steve Larmer went into like hiding. In Jimmy Waite, Canada. Right? Brian Noonan. Belfour is it? Well, Murray Bannerman. Murray, Murray Banner- Bannerman. Murray Bannerman. <laughs> I will. I I will tell you what. Chelios. Much. I'm he, just saying. Yeah, right. He, he he's a favorite there. He is. But Murray Bannerman, for as much as I hated the Blackhawks, his mask is one of my all time favorites. I am a huge fan of goalie mask art. He got it right. His mask just absolutely it was the it was the white mask with the the C the, and the and the uh, the tomahawks across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, small, it, it, yeah, yeah. It just, or and war paint, right? War paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I'll admit when I when I saw getting back to the, the the whole reason we went down this giant what's the word wormhole. Uh, wormhole's this, a good uh, a good rabbit yeah hole. rabbit no not rabbit hole rabbit hole we're talking about bobby hole it's a wormhole yeah that's wormhole, true snake hole. Yeah. Asshole, dickhole. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Asshole, uh, Same thing. The, the whole the holes posing together mm-hmm. with, with uh, you the know hole, the fact hole. that they're the the fact that they're the first uh, father Asshole. son to do it. Uh, pretty cool, but but honestly, as weird as this sounds, and, and, and I'm not trying to. And you guys are gonna be like, oh god, ew, we're old. This is my first hockey memory. This is the first time where I like when he tweeted this today. I said. I actually, I think that is the first hockey memory I have, and uh, of Paul's fifty goal, uh, fifty of fifty. Yeah, huh? Paul hitting fifty. I mean, I was five years old when that happened. Oh man, God, you were a baby. God damn, you <laughs> yeah. were. Jesus, I think I was, I was playing Genesis when this this era. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, was that was that Genesis or Super Nintendo era? No, uh, I, I was era. Genesis. It, that was the same. Yeah. Genesis was before Super Nintendo. Barely, because mm-hmm. that was Nintendo's response to Genesis. Um, yeah, ninety was. Uh, that was, I was in high school in ninety, so that was uh, that was Genesis era. It was a good year. Yeah, ninety was a good year. Yeah, yeah, because uh, the first NHL hockey was ninety one, I think. Right, ninety one, ninety two. No, ninety two. No, it, it was. I didn't it was, think that, it I was NHLPA. I thought NHL, Well, I thought the first NHL hockey wasn't branded a year. The second one was ninety two. Yes. No, the second one was ninety three. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it. So that was that was Sega Master System era for me, just before Genesis, because I Sega I, Master System is that the one that had the CD? No, uh, Genesis had the CD add-on uh, attachment. That thing. was uh, Sega Saturn. Right? Se- well, you could get a Sega CD attachment for the Genesis. It could go. It oh. could. Or it, it, I think. Yeah, it could go. Yeah, it could be attached to it. Hmm. I think. We're dating ourselves. But yeah, Saturn was a CD really too, though. Good. I never had the Saturn. Saturn was supposed to be a fantastic system, but no, it wasn't marketed properly, and it just died. 
You know what was what's a sad system that I I loved. I think we've talked about this on the show before. The Sega Dreamcast was an awesome system, but it came out at the same time as the PS One and the Xbox. I think that's what I'm, t- I'm thinking about. The Dreamcast that was a really was good a system, system, but it, and they, it was it had uh, a lot of competition, and they didn't market it properly, and it just it didn't it couldn't compete. I mean, it was just I mean marketing. Yeah, they probably could have marketed it better, but at the same time, it's just the graphics just couldn't keep up with what Sony and Microsoft were putting out. But it was a great system. If, if you find one at a know, Slackers or whatever, uh, they're, you know, 50, 60 bucks. I, I think it's worth it. They're pretty nice systems. Uh, February 6th, 1992, Curtis Joseph made, this is an interesting, interesting one. Curtis Joseph made 41 saves in the 4-1 to one win versus the New Jersey Devils. It was the first time Joseph faced the Devils after Lua Morello, uh, Devils GM, called him an overpriced average goalie. Adam Oates was named the second star and did not acknowledge the fans after the game. This was a home game. Uh, Chairman Mike Shanahan immediately notified uh, Ron Curran to unload Oates now. And he said, we're going to find out if there's leadership on this team. <clears throat> we need to fix this or we're going uh, to or we're going up in smoke. So it's a good thing they traded Oates. Otherwise, they wouldn't have won anything. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't have had Craig Janney. Right, yeah. And then Shanahan wouldn't have been able to... Uh, Find his future wife. <laughs> See how and, it goes full circle. So yeah, yeah. So and that goes back to Lula Marilla. Yeah, right. So and and he is the one who traded who uh, uh, had Shanahan in the uh, the Blues. Uh, yeah. So initially, right. uh, full circle. Right. <laughs> right. He, he rejected Curtis up. Joseph as compensation and got Scott, Scott Stevens Some, instead. I think somehow he, this leads us to to Eric Brewer. <laughs> Oh God! I have seven seven <laughs> degrees of Eric Brewer. God. Or Jeff Boywicka. <laughs> so Oates Oates is why I wore twelve uh, in my playing days, and uh, he, I modeled my play after him when I when I was playing. Uh, Love that guy. He was fantastic. Him, him watching him in Hall was utter beauty. Oh my yeah. God! No better chemistry. Yeah. Fantastic, and uh, Oates Oates fucked that up. He it was I mean that was wanting to rework his contract two times in one season. Uh, you don't that is unheard of. You don't, that happen anymore. I guess it's against no. CBA and stuff. But uh, you, yeah, it is. You, that that at the time to tell people now that and a lot of people probably don't even know this that that was a big reason why he was traded was because uh, uh, he was just a, a pain in the ass. They he asked the Blues to rework, rework his contract because. A contract he signed and agreed to, the uh, you know, he felt he was being underpaid uh, because uh, more more contracts came on board and and he was he was no longer where he thought he should be in the pay scale of the team. So he asked the Blues to rework the contract. They did for him as a, as a courtesy. They didn't have to. And then he asked them to do it again, and they said no, we're not doing it again. And then it was a big deal. And then I guess he threw a fit and had a. And then Mike Shanahan said, "Trade him right fucking now." Trade him right fucking now. <laughs> So I yeah, Oates is my favorite all time player, but man, I still I'm still pissed at him for you know, you sign a contract, you honor the fucking contract. Don't ask to rework the damn thing. Uh nineteen eighty five. This one's for Bill. February sixth, nineteen eighty five, Mike Liute recorded his tenth and final shutout for the St. Louis Blues. Liute uh, also became the first and still the only goalie with 150 wins as a member of the St. Louis Blues in their four nothing win versus Vancouver. 
on uh, today's date, February 6th. And uh, Ponder has a jersey hanging up in the background. Mm. I did that for you, Bill. That's beauty. I love that thing. I, I totally, like I've said many times before, the one piece of hockey memorabilia that I view as the Holy Grail, not the Stanley Cup, the Mike Liu molded mask. Ah, uh, that's a good one. That's and a real good one. That's I. I'm sure he has used, one. <laughs> they used to sell one at uh, at the arena, Scott Trade Center, like a like a novelty mask or, or it was it was a replica. Okay, but it was signed and it was like six hundred dollars or something. Oh, so and that was that was my poorer days, right? But that that is the one thing I. If I move again, I will have a a man cave built around that. Okay, that is my goal. I like when it, it comes to hockey memorabilia. But just think about the that stat: hundred and fifty wins, only ten shutouts. Yeah, I know that's and, true. And how many wins did Brian Elliott have to yeah. get to twenty something shutouts? Yeah, look it up. It's insane. Yeah. That and that is why you cannot compare goalies from different eras. No, I mean, hockey's hockey's the uh, is a sport that you really can't compare eras at all because there's uh, the the goaltending. Oh my god, especially yeah, because the goaltending style is completely and, and defensive schemes and systems they, they completely changed how scoring worked. Um, I mean, shoot in the. Uh, 80s and 90s, uh, yeah. God, high flying, yeah. high scoring games, and then the New uh, Jersey Devils instituting the trap right. in '95 yep. changed the game. Yep. Patrick Waugh instituting the butterfly style, 87, 88, and then everybody copies them. And it's uh, it, it, you get your errors with your there's uh, anything under a three is good for GAA, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know or it's really good actually. Right, and, and that's that's why hearing the you know seeing the people that say Grant Fuhr sucks because his GAA was over three. Oh no, yeah, different no. different era, and, and 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 that and that team. That team played no defense. That team was a run and gun. Uh, they left him hang, uh, to fend for himself. And yeah, that's it's you almost have to have watched the eras or heavily, you know, to go back and watch on tape to actually compare eras. When and you you still can't, right? No, apples and oranges, it's more like apples and Pluto. (laughs) Apples and oranges are very similar if you think about it. They're They're not, they're not polar opposites, (laughs) they're both in the fucking fruit family, exactly. Uh, you said that with the John Mulaney. <laughs> it's a horse. Lucid Hospital. Oh, we're well past that. <laughs> well, you'll have to check our, our chat. I just posted something that I think you'll enjoy. Oh, I, I kind of, and now here's something you really enjoy. It's got the Peabody and Sherman uh, quote. Uh, and now here's something you'll really enjoy. That was good. Thank you. Wow. That was Thank perfect. <laughs> I can't. I can't even get that high. I have to go have surgery to get that high. Wow! And I just tug on my right one, and you know, it's it's coming out. It's like your milk cow. Is that what that bucket's for? Anyway, I can just. It sounds like you're milking a cow. I'm trying to. Um. 
So, uh, okay. So the Blues <clears throat> uh, announcements before we get to the the Blues announced that they'll be on uh, 101.1 ESPN Radio next season. Thoughts, hey, pros, yeah, cons? Yeah, yeah, do you yeah. care? Okay. Whoa, 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 what? Okay. what? I, I need to interrupt because you didn't mention the other STL Blues history stat that he sent us. I did too. You, he's, did you not get his chat that he sent us earlier? What? Just go ahead and say it. What? No, I didn't. Uh, so two years ago, I'm sorry, 11 years ago, uh, two days from now, guess who was named captain of the St. Louis Blues? Eric Brewer. To- Eric Brewer. <laughs> he sent us that and said, hey, we should talk about this. Where was this? We, I didn't see it. He sent it to us in a Twitter chat. Oh. I totally missed yeah, that. I didn't so see it. He even posted the, uh, the, the, the newspaper clipping that he's going to wear the C. Oh, okay. Well. So there you go. We, right. we don't really need to talk about it because it'll just make us angry. But <laughs> 11 years ago, that was what the talk of St. Louis Blues Twitter was. It was the dark era in Blues history. It was. Ooh. It really was. Okay. That was that, 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 that Twitter, the uh, Eric Brewer captain era. That was, they missed the playoffs every season he was captain, except for one. And that was the season he was hurt for like 90% of the season didn't play. Yeah, there, I remember them talking that that could be it for him that season. And we were all kind of like, well, the team's better without him, so... Yeah, that's obvious. Bring it on. Yeah. STL Blues yeah. History said in the uh, YouTube chat that he wishes Liu would have painted his mask in St. Louis like he did when he was with the Cincinnati Stingers of the WHA. you recall what that looked like, Bill? I do not. I'm thinking it was orange. Pixar didn't happen? Well, we can do a search, right? Liu... Stinger's mask. Oh yeah, look oh, at that. Oh, that is beauty. That's a, that's a, that's a, yeah. That's beautiful. That. that is awesome. That's it's basically. I mean, this is a for you podcast folks. You like, what's going on? Uh, it's a. It's basically a black and yellow like a bumblebee or a hornet themed mask. Yeah, it's it's, it's the same the same style of mask, the fiberglass molded. Yeah, right. Long exactly. nose. Right. Yeah. But, but yeah, just look up yeah. uh, Mike Liut or uh, Mike Liut Stinger's mask, and then you'll get yeah, that's that's badass. Yeah, I it's it's kind of yeah, that's all. It's kind of like uh, uh, the Thunder Bay Bombers goalie and like, like black and eh, no because he had I know he had the the skull. the skull I get it, but it was right. the, the color. It just reminds no. me of it. That's no. all. I I get what you're saying. <laughs> you're it's, picking up what I'm putting down. I am. I am. <clears throat> All yeah. right, so Jeff, do you mind if I go on to the next topic now? Yes, please go on. <laughs> uh, the 101 ESPN announcement, ESPN radio announcement: the Blues are going to be on uh, FM radio next season. 101.1. Uh, pros, cons, or do you care? Degaff. Uh, Don't give oh, a fuck. Right. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Bill. No, no, no. You I, go ahead. I was going to say. I I think I've said it before. I I I. Did give it a chance this year with Kelly Chase no longer doing the games. Couldn't stand Kelly Chase because all he did was bitch about the officiating. Mm. You know, he I guess he felt that it was his right being down there at ice level. But so Joey Vitale coming in, thought, you know, I'll give it a chance. This he's good. I, I do like Joey. However, Chris Kerber is tainted. He's got that same bullshit from the Kelly Chase days where all he wants to do is bitch about the officiating. And I can't take it. 
So hmm. I do whatever I can to not listen to a game on the radio. Hmm. I I I don't listen to. I mean, I, I will listen to the radio if I if I need to. But I, I I watch a lot of my games on tape delay on DVR, like because I'm putting the kids to bed and everything. So I'm like an hour hour and a half behind usually. So that's I can't do the radio that way. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I don't really listen to the radio either because I just I have no reason to. But I know people that do. Um, some people I know actually prefer, which I do. I mean, I do too. I'm not like Bill. I, I actually enjoy Chris Kerber, uh, friend of the show, Chris Kerber. And uh, so you watch what you say, Mister Day. Yeah. I, I I like I Kerber. I, I like Kerber uh, too. <laughs> I I uh, I enjoy his style, and uh, I've met him a number of times. He's a great guy. So I. No, I and, and I think I think he does a good job. And I think uh, if you would have asked me, uh, I don't know, three months ago, I probably would have said Joey Vitale, not my favorite. But I think he has. Uh, I think he has gotten better and better every time I've heard him. So, and a grant, it's a small sample size. I maybe heard four total broadcasts the entire year. Uh, so, but anyway, in terms of the audience and, and you know what this means for the Blues. It's interesting because I think it's good that they're going to be on FM. Uh, there was a period there, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't 98-1 pick up some of their broadcasts? They would do broadcasts when it conflicted with the uh, Cardinals in the playoffs a lot of times, Cardinal games. And I like that because when I would turn it on, it's a, obviously it's a crisper signal and well, you know, it sounds better. It doesn't reach as far, though. It doesn't that's, reach as that's, far, that's, but that's every time I drive say. under something metal, I could still hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean that, that's what I was gonna say is that you know I've got so many stories of, and I think I shared a couple on the uh, summer show that I did here, um, where I, I mean my dad used to tell me stories about guys he worked with that lived in Oklahoma, uh, Iowa, who would find a certain spot in their driveway and just sit. They they roll into that spot and they listen to the KMOX broadcast, mm. and so now you know those guys. I mean, granted, now I think technology's changed a lot. Those guys probably just get NHL Center Ice or NHL TV, uh, so the reach isn't going to be as far. But I don't think it matters as much as it would have, even when they switched to KTRS a couple years ago. Uh, what was that? Probably about 15, 16 years ago now when they were on KTRS. Uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they were in, uh, they were on uh, KTRS uh, in like 2000, what was it, uh, f- f- uh, four or so? Maybe. Something, Something like that. that. Seems about right. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, so, you know, I'm sure back then it was a, it was even a bigger deal than it is now, but um, I don't know. I, well, KTRS was bad because they their signal uh, went to crap uh, right. in the if evening. You were, if you right, in the after evening six, after or six, it was. if you went outside of the 270 loop. Because the, their signals get turned down. I found all this stuff out because I'm like, what the hell? This The radio broadcast is shitty, kind of shitty if you're you know, outside of the metro area. And they turn the signal down with uh, strength because of uh, something to do with uh, radio broadcasting rights. And KMOX gets the, the priority and uh, for something for emergency reasons. That's what KMOX reaches so far. I don't know. It's so weird. But anyway. Now, that- here's, here's the thing that I hate. And it's the same as the TV broadcast. It's the... Excuse me. It's the uh, it's the bull crap that uh, you know. Oh yeah, you know you can't stream a Blues game. So like, let's say um, let's say you leave the St. Louis area, 
Uh, but you, you're like, oh, well, you know, I can't pick it up anymore on 101.1. So I'll try to pull it up on uh, TuneIn Radio or whatever app you use on your phone. Well, you used to be able to do that, and it was fine. No, you can't do it we now. Can't, you can't do it anymore. They they either have it completely blocked or it's silence, or they <laughs> you, pick up another feed, and you can't get the Blues games on there more. You actually have to pay for right. Is it is it NHL TV yep. that you can pay for the radio broadcast? If you get if you pay for the app, you can get the video broadcast or the a radio broadcast and on the app. I get why they do that, but the thing that sucks is like for someone who lives in St. Louis, who's like, I only want to you know I, I want to get uh, I, I only want to watch Blues games. I don't care. I, I don't care about the rest of the league. I just want to hear and watch Blues games. When they leave town, you're telling me that they need to have the NHL TV app just to listen to the game with, if they got a long road trip or if they're, you know, wherever, wherever they're going, that's crap. There needs to be an alternative. I don't know what it is, but there has to be an alternative for those kind of people. Cause you're alienating a large portion of your fans. When that that's, that's that way with a lot of teams though. I mean, they're, 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 their radio broadcast doesn't go as far as Kane Wex does. A lot of them don't. And that's the issue that everybody has always had. I mean, unless you're like a station like Kane Wex with a 50,000 watt, whatever. And they, they can broadcast halfway across the country. You know, blowtorch. Blowtorch. That's what they use. The term they use, yeah. yeah. The 50,000-watt blowtorch. No, I mean, and, and that's fine, but it's 2019. I mean, there needs to be oh, an alternative I, for those people now. It's crap. Oh, I mean, it, I mean, that's you, you pay for it. That's the alternative. Well, that's stupid because, again, I mean, if you're, if, you're, if you're just a Blues fan and you don't want to watch the rest of the games, you don't care about the other teams, which, you know, I, I don't agree with that. I think you need to pay attention to the whole league, but – I'm not the kind of person. Is there, I like the whole. I like the whole game. Isn't there just a just a radio? I, and baseball has you, just a radio package. You can buy just the radio broadcast of all the games, and it's not that much money to yeah, listen to radio broadcasts. Now I don't, still, I don't know. I don't know if hockey does. I'm talking like thirty, forty bucks. You can the whole season. You can listen to the radio games. Uh, any game, any team you want. I think. Yeah, but if you're if you're in St. Louis for eighty-one games of the year, why would you want to pay for that? That's crap. Yeah, I I, I I just think that if you're in the market, there should be something. And, and listen, I know I'm throwing shit out there, and I don't have any explanation as to what they could do to fix it. But that's what we do on podcasts. So, so you want, so you don't want, know how to fix it, but fix it. So you want something for nothing? Yes. <laughs> Which isn't that what the radio is? Right, so you, you, you're, it, it, you, it's not enough for you, Jeff, that you can watch 81 of the games, or you listen to 81 of the games for free in St. Louis, but that one road trip, you don't want to pay for. <laughs> you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the, uh, the, the original Blues podcast card here. If that were to ever happen to me, I would just call Chris Kerber and say, hey, can you just leave your phone on while you call a game and, <laughs> and I can just listen? Yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, basically, everyone has unlimited minutes now. Yeah, you there you go. There you go. I'll tell you what. Here's Chris Kerber's number. If that ever happens to you, three one four. Five five five. I th- I think uh, I I have pros and cons about it. I I, I like it in the sense that you're not going to have conf- conflict uh, conflicting schedules with the Cardinals ever. So the, if the Cardinals are in the playoffs, or you, I always hated, hated when the Cardinals had preseason games, mm-hmm. preseason, yeah. or like spring training games, and that bumped the Blues to Y ninety eight. I couldn't stand that. 
I'm like, it's a fucking spring training game with a split squad team, and that gets priority over the Blues? Come on. That sucked. And is it late in the season for the Blues playoff push, you know, and a fucking spring training game? Mm-hmm. I love the Cardinals. Right. I love them. But I'm like, that's fucking messed up. So no. and I, and I understand. And that's, why the, and that's why that in playoffs for the Cardinals, that's why the Blues move to different stations every now and then. They can get they get priority, and that right. was the whole thing with KTRS and KMOX going back and forth, and then now with ESPN Radio, they get priority, which they I understand that they want respect. Sure, who doesn't? And I, I I totally get it, because the Cardinals, it's a baseball town. I get it, but spring training, really? Come on, For, during the Blues, during a Blues possible like playoff run and mm-hmm. then playoff push, come on. No, I agree, and uh, <clears throat> and I, I, my question is, and maybe you guys know this, maybe you don't. How long is uh, the Cardinals' current deal with KMOX? Because last time this happened, the Cardinals, KTRS had built up yeah. enough where they said, hey, you know what? We, we've got revenue. That's never... Let's go get the Cardinals now. That's ne- so what's going to stop 101 from doing the exact same thing? That's never going to happen. I don't think KMOX... So? Uh, may, uh, maybe, but I don't think KMOX. And I think the Cardinals like the reach that they get. Um, there are a lot of Cardinal fans they, across the Midwest. Yeah, my <clears throat> I have an uncle who lives in Salt Lake City, and he still gets games out there every like, once in a while. When were the Cardinals off KMOX? When they, they, that's why the Blues came back to KMOX. Right, they moved. That's to, right. They, they moved right. to KTRS. That's I forgot about right. that. That was a yeah, short-lived they, thing. They yeah, like, right. That was and, terrible. And, right, and everybody hated it. So they yeah, they the Cardinals the Cardinals left KMOX. Uh, right. I forgot about that. Then the Blues' contract ended. They went back to KMOX and said, okay, we want to go back to our own station. And then like two years after that, the Cardinals moved back to KMOX. Yeah. I'm, I, so I, we're, yeah. We're stopping them from doing that again. I remember that now. Because <clears throat> I was I was kind of ticked off. I'm like, oh, like, now the Blues are going to move again. So, yep. okay. Yeah. Like I said at the beginning, don't give a fuck. Just, you know, just just have, give KMOX like 1120, 1120.5. And uh, just have two stations. Yeah, I don't know. Just, that reach the same. Um, so okay. Uh, the wins this uh, after the we before the uh, All Star break, Blues uh, knocked off uh, Anaheim to start their uh, current three game win streak. The Ducks suck. Uh, Blues uh, beat them five to one. Uh, that was their seventh straight loss. Uh, then the Blues were off for ten days for All Star break. Did you guys watch the All Star game at all? No. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. I did. I watched the uh, skills competition and I, I. I watched the first part. I watched the first game, the Central and the Pacific, which was a, a ridiculous blowout. Um, and then I had the rest of it on, like in the background. I. I caught some of the uh, rebroadcast on Sunday. I didn't even realize going into the weekend that it was going to be skills comp friday night game on saturday because i'm so used to it being skills comp. we saturday. talked about that i don't recall <laughs> that no. i i think we haven't had a conversation oh it's on a saturday i might watch it now yeah. i think you even said that uh, <laughs> i i whatever i i just didn't care you had, had a beer i did <laughs> and it was a strong beer uh, uh i mean i watched it friday night uh the wife and i sat and watched well actually huh, wife passed out that was our first day at her new job so she uh she was passed out by about nine thirty, um, and then when uh, when Schofeld went up and and did the the skate for fastest skater, I nudged her awake and I said, 
hey, 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 there's there's a there's a woman doing the fastest skater. And she just goes, that's great. She just goes right back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so she was excited about that. Women are supposed uh, to care about this stuff. I know. That's what I said. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I watched that, uh, Ryan O'Reilly had a sick move. I mentioned it last week. I, I loved his move in the, uh, the breakaway relay or whatever that's called. And then the games I, I watched to a certain extent, uh, really wasn't paying too close attention. Yeah, no, I, I had, I mean, this, the, I watched the skills competition, uh, more intently than I did the rest of it. Um, the, the games, but I, I think the first game I watched, you know, the central was in it and, uh, and I was glad to see them do well, but after that, it was just like, okay, this is just more three on three, more three on three, and it was more background stuff. I was on the computer working while I had it on. So it was, I mean, it was it was all right, it's fine. It yeah, was, let's just let's put it like this: at the end of the first game, somebody said, "Man, how many points did Ryan O'Reilly have?" And I said, "Oh, he had some points." <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even realize that he had had apparently a, a pretty good first oh, game. He had totally had seven points for the. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you put up ten goals, you gotta assume that he's gonna have a couple points on that. Yeah, had Crosby not had eight points, I think it was, uh, and his team won. Uh, I think uh, O'Reilly wins the uh, wins the, the MVP. Yeah, they said he was runner up. Yep, yep. Yeah, no, I, I just, uh, I will care more when it's here next year. Well, good on Ryan O'Reilly. He he did the Blues well. Um, yeah, and, and, uh, for those that haven't listened, I'm going to, I'm going to plug, uh, plug last week's show. Um, if you didn't hear it, if you're like, you know, if you're one of the people that maybe just listen to the YouTube broadcast, or if you, uh, just don't want to hear me, um, the guys that I interviewed from Teal Town, who we had on the show before, gave some great tips for those of you who are planning to go to All-Star Weekend next year. So, uh, at the very least, listen to that episode just to get some tips from them on uh, what you can do to make sure you don't have a lot of the same issues that, they had. That's a good point because they, people should bookmark that episode and uh, revisit it uh, for tips uh, for the All-Star Game next season in St. Louis, assuming <laughs> assuming it goes, we have one here. It'll be, yeah. It's not, it, there's no lockout or anything. There's not going to be a lockout next year. It'll be the year after. Yeah, or the year after, whatever. Right, and... Everybody's saying there's labor peace. Ha! I'll believe it when I see it. Bill, is there ever really labor peace? No. Want to have a political discussion? Let's do it right now. This is the Blues State of the Union show. <laughs> True. <clears throat> okay. It is. It's it's crazy to think, though. So they're like going in through the all-star break. All the talk was about how uh, both sides are talking peace. And then you get this fucking Austin Matthews contract that drops yesterday, and it's all bonus. And that, that seems to be like the the new trend when it comes to cap circumvention. But I guess if both sides are okay with it, then you know I I think they can move forward. Yeah, without it, it, a lockout. I don't see how. It'd be it'd be weird to uh, include bonuses in the uh, in the salary cap, like it's account against the cap, because then you'd you'd have a shot of being over, and you have to account for it anyway. So you have to leave some room in the cap for bonuses in case players get them. 
So I think you either have to have them not counting us the cap or not allow bonuses at all. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, it, what if all your players hit their bonus marks and they get extra money and it counts against the cap and all of a sudden you're way over the cap? Then what? Well, that's targeted bonus. This is all signing bonus. Oh, uh, okay. Because well. it's like he's $15 million in signing bonus this year. Just, I mean, the, the numbers astound me. But average cap hit over the life of the contracts, and it's only a five-year deal, is 11, 11 and a half. It's still high. It's, I mean, it's still a lot. Right. It's a ton of money. So, I, yeah, I will. Okay. Um, the, uh, the game versus Columbus uh, after the uh, win versus Anaheim. Uh, Blues won 4-2. It was Columbus's fifth straight loss. Uh, Corpusalo got the start, start for the Jackets. Uh, Bennington for the Blues again. Uh, good effort. Tarasenko's goal to put the Blues up three to one to me was the goal of the game. That the the whole dive around Corpusalo and uh, and uh, poke the puck in that was loose behind him. Yeah, fantastic goal. Yeah, that was so great. great effort. Good effort. Corpusalo was leaky. Yes, he was. That happened, that a uh, couple times that happened. Right. Then. The the O'Reilly goal. The, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But I really thought the the goal that impressed me was Gunnarsson's goal. I mean, mm. he, he well before got, the goal. Be, right, the, the work he got. Yeah. destroyed behind the net by David Zavart. And, like, the, and, in, the, and before that even, the work he did on the boards right. to 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 uh, maintain control of the puck right. was fantastic. When Savard was working his ass over. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, it was just insane. And he goes to the front of the net, and what a pass by Braden Shen. Yep. So Blues uh, don't want to spend too much time on old games, but uh, that, was, uh, that, was a, that was a good win. Um, but the Florida game, last night's game. Blues win three to two. This was this is a good one. Um, started off this game uh, not very good. Getting outshot eight nothing. They didn't start off the, uh, the first period. Didn't play well at all. Uh, outshot eight nothing. It was uh, uh, in the the, uh, the first period though. That loose puck scramble that Preko poked off the goal line that uh, got behind Bennington. Holy, absolutely insane. I when I saw that puck laying there, I'm like, well, and then all these players crashing in on it. I'm thinking, well, the puck has to have gone in, right? I mean, it's, it's it, there's like 14 players there, and everyone's diving on it. Surely it got knocked in. Nope. <laughs> it did not. Yeah. That, that is just highlights how great it is to have a guy with that long of a reach, that long of a stick. Cause and that reach, that long reach came into play twice in that game. Yes. It <laughs> At did. least twice. Yes, yes. it did. Yeah. <laughs> God. No, it's, I mean, we, we talked about it before that reach and offensive ability is kind of where the comparisons to Chris Pronger end. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, the the reach is ridiculous. And, and he uses to his advantage. I mean, I think of a player, and, and this is going to be uh, going back, I think of a player like Todd Reardon, who wow. was a monster. Yeah, I mean, he was a monster on the blue line, but he played like he was five foot ten. I mean, he never Washington used Capitals? his reach to his advantage. He never played big. Colton Pareko, he uses that reach when he can. I mean, we've seen him have some pretty nice poke checks. We've seen him stretch out, block passes. Um, and, man, that's just, when he's doing that, he's playing well. And and I think he's turned a corner. Uh, I mean, obviously the whole Blues team has. But when he's making plays like that, that's when you notice Colton Pareko in the defensive zone. Not the whole team. Compare and contrast Colton Pareko's play with that of Alex Petrangelo. Because <laughs> I'll tell That's you what, point. since the All-Star break, P- 
Petrangelo's been on the ice for every goal against the Blues. He has been dog shit. I thought the he's, all-star break was going to do year. good for him. Let him refresh because, you know, the speculation is that, you know, he's not getting a lot of rest with the triplets and all that. He's been on the ice every goal for the – I knew he was a goal on ice every goal against the Florida game. So every goal since the all-star break? Yes. <laughs> yes. Which has been what? Uh, Just two games. Two, two, yeah, two games, four goals. Right. So I the the first two goals against us uh, last night, uh, Gunnarsson's elevated backhand clearing attempt. But, but both these two these two goals had just bad breaks surrounding them. Uh, Gunnarsson on the backhand tries to elevate elevate the puck out of the zone, and he did, but it hits uh, a stick like waist high uh, right after he cleared it, uh, 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 and is held in by Ekblad, who uh, shoots from the point, deflected, goes to the side of the net, and then Borgstrom sweeps the 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 loose puck. Uh, past Bennington, who was out at the top of the crease, which where he should have been, you know, he's, I mean, the shot's coming, uh, and uh, he's that's he's dead in the water. Wait, okay, wait, wait a minute. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, here's, yes. Here's the issue with this goal: Jake Allen should have been able to make that save. Am I right? Um, <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna like start this early? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake Allen makes that save, right? I mean, what, what? Why isn't he making that save? That, that's ridiculous. Wait a minute, was it Jordan Bennington in that? Actually, you know what? Allen might make wait, that Jordan, save. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hey, Jordan Bennington was in that. Hold, hold, okay, never mind. You know what? The goalie didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Allen might have Allen might have made that save because he plays under the crossbar. <laughs> he'd have, he'd have been back in the net. So he he might have had that closed off. He might have actually made he his his poor positioning on that play may have actually helped him make that save. Man, you know I, I take back everything I said. I'm sorry. That, that was that was not the goalie at all. Goalie did fine on that play. Yeah, I, I mean the it was puck might have hit him in the face. It was it was a yeah it was it was one of those it's one of those plays where a puck is deflected and then you're 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 reacting to the initial shot which you have to do. And it gets deflected, and then all bets are off. Um, and then you have to try and scramble to get in position, and there was just no time. But anyway, so the Barkov uh, scored on the, 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 that first goal was a power play goal. And the second goal, also a power play goal, Barkov scores uh, early in the third period. So it was 1 nothing going into the third. Uh, 30 seconds into the third period uh, to put the pants up 2 nothing on another fluky play where a shot that gets deflected from the point uh, deflects uh, up into Petrangelo's face, gets him in the jaw. And uh, he's stunned, turns away from the play, and, and basically abandons the play. Uh, and uh, he hunches over, and the his man he abandons his man, which is Barkov, inside of the net. The puck goes off Petrangelo's face, wide, behind the net, and gets centered quickly to Barkov at the other side of the net, who puts it by Bennington, who was sliding across uh, on that pinball-like play. And, and okay, so there was a lot of people who were giving trouble to Petrangelo there, and I don't like you that. know. And, I, 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 no, I mean, you ever been hit in the? Ever, who, who here? Raise your hand if you've been hit in the face with a puck. I have, I have, Bill, I, Bill, I have, I have. Bill Guess my, who shot it? <laughs> yeah, I, I shot, and Bill hit my brother in the face with a puck. <laughs> yes, and started him open. That his chin was just exploded. But but he got surgery from the same plastic surgeon the blues used. He did, he did. But yeah, no, I that, that I I can't. I think you know. Uh, I don't want to be that person that says, "Oh, fans complain about everything." But you know, if you're bitching about Petrangelo, it's like, yeah, shut the. F- you do not even. That's ridiculous. No, I. I- and I mean, I get it. You know, people say, "Oh, he's a hockey player; he needs to, you know, take that puck in the face and then be able to still play." No, that's not. 
it's not a, how it works. It's You're a, still a human. We're not we're not looking at robots out there. These guys get hit in the face. They're gonna react. You know, I mean, Petrangelo's first checking to make sure he doesn't have blood coming down his face, and then two, he's reacting. I mean, seriously, anyone who wants to argue with us, meet up with me in Kirkwood. I'll punch you in the face and see how you react. I mean, it's it's so, it's not easy to 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 get back and composed when something like that happens. LGB Radio, we're not <laughs> against threatening our fans. We'll punch in the face. Uh, and so I the, will punch anyone. The player who scored Barkov uh, was Petrangelo's man, and and he absolutely would not have been open, and they wouldn't have I mean, probably passed him the puck at all had Petrangelo not been hit in the face with the puck and 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 curled away from the play. So I, that that was just a, a bad. You chalked it up as a well, that was a bad break. That just that yeah, just sucked. Bad, bad break in a smart heads up play by the Panthers. Oh sure, I mean, I mean well, that's, yeah. that's, that that's a situational awareness moment where uh, Barkov knew right away. Okay, I'm I'm open. If if I get the puck, I just need to fucking try and bang it in. Um, and then who was the guy that passed it to him behind the net? Um, uh, I don't. I forgot the assist. I don't have. A, I can't don't remember know. who it was. But either way, I mean, Dadnoff, that player knew right it? away. Was it Dadnoff? Yeah, I think I don't remember who it was. But either way, it doesn't matter. That guy knew right away, like, okay, Petrangelo's got hit in the face. I just need to get the puck in front. Hope Barkov can just bang it in. I mean, that's that's a smart play by the Panthers. And let's be honest, I mean, Bennington almost got across there. He Yeah, he I got mean, across, but there was a hole there because he couldn't get all the way to the post, but yeah. Right. And that was a bang-bang play. I mean, that was uh, the puck goes behind the net Hoffman. within milliseconds. It was oh, Hoffman, Hoffman that made okay. the pass. Hoffman made the pass, yep. yeah. Yeah, I mean, within milliseconds, that puck came back out in front. You just, I know that we talk a lot about Allen makes the save, Allen makes that save, it, you know, if he's a good goalie, but I don't think any goalie in the league uh, gets over in that, that, that quickly, unless they're Ben Bishop and they're six foot nine. Uh, a couple minutes after the Barkov goal, uh, which was, this was huge to respond uh, fairly quickly, uh, Preko scores on a wraparound on a fantastic effort uh to cut the lead in half two to one uh i think so, he needs to, someone needs to send tape of that goal to yaskin to show him how it's done <laughs> and prb because the, the guys that uh, just they all the time wrap and wrap around no they just they can't do it they can't they can't finish it off yeah. they don't have the reach they don't have the reach and he that he was, was like he was all the way behind the goal when he just that was amazing yeah i mean i'm not a small man i mean i'm you know barely under six foot but, like, I couldn't even imagine my skates being behind the net and being able to pull a wraparound like that. And I probably could do it. You know, I mean, again, we're not we're not midgets on this show, believe it or not. Um, we should be able to pull that move. And, and I just, is. Thank God there's no still a score from both sides. I don't, I don't think any of the three of us can pull that move off. <laughs> um, so, and then uh, O'Reilly scores next. Which was another interesting goal. This game was full of interesting goals. Yeah, uh, a lot of broken plays, scrambles in front. Broken plays, scramble in front. Uh, I think uh, I don't think any Panthers player knew where the puck was. O'Reilly saw it. His stick was kind of tied up, but he, it was never covered. Loose uh, behind a down defender, uh, kind of under his leg a little bit, um, and O'Reilly just got enough on the puck and and poked it through uh, Reimer's pads, who. I didn't see it. I, if he did see it, he would have probably stopped it because he was. I mean, it wasn't a. It was on the ice and through his legs. His stick was shipping down, but he was uh, looking over to his right a little bit. 
So uh, that was a huge goal. And then Dunn scores, to uh, which was, again, another fortunate bounce. It's a shot that's off the uh, defender's shin pad and, and off the post uh, and by Reimer. So I think the most fortunate part about that goal was Florida turnover. being out of uh, ability to challenge because I'm pretty sure Maroon didn't get back across uh, the I think line he was. in time. I think he was. Uh, Dunn hesitated at the line when he came across. He was onside. I think I think the fortunate thing was the turnover. It was a bad, it was a bad turnover by Florida. Um, you want you want to bet a beer on it? I'll bet you a beer is on side. <laughs> How, How are, are you gonna... going to determine that? Right, that's not, there's a video replay on the on the on the website on NHL.com. It's, it, yeah, right, we can uh, just... All right, so Bill, go ahead and bet him. And uh, yeah, Bill was right. <laughs> yeah, Bill, go ahead and bet him. It's not my money. <laughs> 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 No, it's, I'm always it's, team Bill. The, the the panel here, it's it's yeah. We're gonna do a vote here. We have three of us. I mean, right. majority rules. Jeff's already voted for me, so give me a beer. Oh, you did already? <laughs> <laughs> no, that ain't fair. Uh, I, I like Bill. Better. He was on side. He wears nicer vests. <laughs> he wears vests. I just I don't wear them. No, I just, I'm not wearing a vest. Oh, just oh, it's a, yeah. His sleeve's just not. Yeah, the argyle thing is just on the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an argyle sweater. I know, but it's not a vest. I, right. it, I have plenty of them. Right. But not wearing one Take my vote back. Take my vote back, Kurt. Yeah, you were right. He was outside. He was. I'm gonna. Play, I'm gonna play it right now. Screw you guys. Uh, if there's a commercial first, I'm not playing it. Well, that's commercial. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> God damn it. Every single video, commercial, commercial. Um, well, and let's let's face it too. I mean, I think that's one that Reimer has to have, right, Bill? I yeah. mean, that's well, it was deflect. Oh, it, I, it, it I mean, was, had, it I was, thought Reimer had a good game, but that's far enough out. He should have made that save. Yeah, uh, it's a little bit. It, nothing like Corpus Allo in the game before, but I don't know. It's it's a it's a shot from ways out. It's it's through a defender. It had some zip on it, I think, and it was perfectly uh, placed. I thought he was in pretty good position, actually. I, I mean, it 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 barely got by him, and it hit the post and went in. I thought he had it covered the angle pretty well for being that far out. I I I I, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not. If I was a Florida fan, I wouldn't be all over him for that goal necessarily. Because one, it was deflected on the shot, so you're reacting to a shot and it changes direction because that, that that throws you off a little bit. If it's not deflected, he stops the puck. It's right. Well, I, I'll tell you this. I, I think we can all agree on this. If that was Jake Allen in that, we would have expected a save. <laughs> you're, you're such a dick. <clears throat> uh, Over so, the course of his career, he makes that save <laughs> at some point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if that were Grant Fear in 1987, he you know, doesn't make that save. You know, uh, Allen's stats from five years ago say that he makes that save. <laughs> At some point in his career. At some point. If that was against Minnesota in the 2014 playoffs, <laughs> oh, whatever year that was, 2016, 17. Three 16. years ago. Three years ago. Whatever. Right? Uh, Florida hit three posts in the game, I think, and uh, one in the final minute by Hoffman that would have tied the game, which was uh, scary as hell. Yeah. Trocek hit it. Man, he rang it. Came in off the, the right wing in the second period and just rang the crossbar. Thought for sure that was going in, and then Hoffman in the last yeah. minute. Yeah, some and people were were kind of. I think that was a deflected shot. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was gonna say that some people were like, "Oh, Allen, you know, he's lucky that the puck didn't go in. It was hit the post." I'm like, "Yeah, it's not like he again. It's not like he missed his angle, or 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 he. It was it was a deflected shot. It hit the post. I mean, it's not. 
God, I, I okay. Uh, no sympathy for Florida though on the post hit because we, uh, if we don't lead the league in post hit, we're up there. Yeah. So we we've, we've had to deal with that all season. Yeah, it it never works out for us. No, no. Um, and we hit the post too in this game, once I think, maybe twice. Uh, next up for the Blues, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning on Thursday night. Mm. This that game should be a hell of a game. Well, I'm let's just say I'm really interested to see how this plays out. And, I mean, I you almost take for granted that Bennington's going to start, but will he? So, do you start um, Bennington? I he has to. I would. You think? So i I would. I wouldn't be upset if they were to start Jake Allen in this game. I think Bennington, you know, he had some, you know, had the time off, whatever. Maybe he's getting back in the groove. But the last couple of games, I thought he's been playing, overplaying his angles a little bit. So maybe, maybe, and Jake Allen's numbers are good on the road. Yeah. And, and I also don't want him going up against the Tampa Bay Lightning and getting his ass lit up. That is that is every uh, point that I was thinking of too, um, and also throw into that that if Allen starts tomorrow, he is going to be starting two of the next three because right. there's a back to back against Nashville on Saturday and Sunday. Right. And so then, and that's that's the thing. So you are you're going into the a three game stretch here against the two best teams in hockey. More or less. It, no kind of Calgary. Calgary's out of Nashville. <laughs> points wise. But overall, do I expect Calgary to go to the Stanley Cup finals this year? No, I don't. No. That's, uh, yeah, they were. Because, yeah. because Mike Smith. It'd be fun. Hashtag Dave Riddich. It'd be funny, though, is that yeah. the Blues finish eighth and then play Calgary in the first round. And that'd be a good matchup. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> let's not let's not go there. I'm just saying it would be. It's too early. It, it would be it there. would be the best possible matchup of the few teams it could be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Nashville? No, I don't want that. Winnipeg? Don't oh, no, don't want that. Uh Calgary? Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> um uh Je- Jeff, you said Bennington uh against Tampa Bay? I think I it, it's, it's go got Bennington. I think it's got to be uh, mainly because like I said if you he's Oh man, but I I would listen, not. I mean, listen. Uh, I know I know it's easy, and what Bill said, I, I I can see the easy decision of well, let's give it to the veteran guy. He hasn't played in a while. His numbers are good on the road. This is a top team in the league. We need a goalie who's proven he can beat top teams. But what does that do to Bennington's confidence? He he goes on this run. You want to talk about goalie confidence? This is his game right now. I mean, the Blues are where they're at right now because of Jordan Bennington. And you're going to bench him against what is probably going to be his best opportunity to prove that he belongs in this league uh, to date. I, I think you've got to play Bennington. I, you know what? I, I, I don't think, I don't think it would uh, upset him. I mean, obviously he wants to play, but I don't think it would ruin. I don't think it would do anything to damage his psyche to not play against Tampa Bay. I think, I think he's for. I think he's still probably in the thankful to be here boat. <laughs> Um, I don't know if he's in, in the boat to be getting upset about not, you know, sitting one game. I, but with that said, I think I think Bennington starts, even though I would not be surprised or overly upset if Allen starts. You think he has a short leash? 
Mm. It, well, it depends. I, if it's two goals in the first ten minutes, maybe. If it's if it's four goals after two, no. I I, I think it depends. But I, I think if he looks bad and he allows a couple early, I think they might take him out. Maybe. I think at this point you need to roll as Jordan Bennington is your starting goalie. Oh, I he, think you got. We've talked about that on the show before. That the starting goalie is such an overused term. Starting goalie is the guy who's playing the best between the pipes, and that's Jordan Bennington. So I feel like you can't take that away from him. Now, granted, yeah, this weekend I think you got to give at least one start to Jake. Probably the one on the road against Nashville. That's um, what I was thinking too. But this is a this is a game. It's not a back to back. Yes, it's it's three and five nights or days, I guess. Uh, but you got to you got to roll with the guy who's been getting you to where you're at. You're one point, I think one point still out of the playoffs. Yeah, you're there. I didn't check the guy. scores tonight. Is the yeah. there was no one active tonight? Uh, Vancouver, or Minnesota weren't active. Um, so so did you see the news about Minnesota? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Koivu. Koivu. I, I uh, tweeted out that out today. Four seasons. Done for the season, which is a big deal. Yeah, torn meniscus. Even though he's not lighting up this year, he's still a big deal. Right. It's kind of a big deal. So, and I, I, you know, it'll make you wonder if they're going to try and make a move now, which they might. Well, they were going to do anyway, I think. Well, um, they may have, but now they may go bigger, or I don't know. We'll see what they do. Make a break season for them. I think if they don't at least make the second round, I think I think they blow it up. Uh, so, uh, while we're talking about goaltending, um, Bennington, uh, has solidly taken over the Blues number one job. Same story, different season. <laughs> Seven, one and one in his last nine starts. Uh, uh, because of Allen's play at home versus on the road where he's much better. Uh, I guess, uh, what we talked about, Allen getting the, uh, uh, one of the starts in the Nashville back to back. And uh, barring a collapse or a noticeable fatigue by Bennington, uh, I think you start Allen in each of one of the back-to-back games each weekend because we have one each weekend this this month. Uh, so the well, first one's Nashville, Nashville, then Colorado, Minnesota, then Boston, Minnesota. So really, honestly, unless unless uh, Bennington kind of collapses or shows fatigue, I think I think Allen gets three starts this month, and that's one of the back-to-backs each month, each weekend. Yeah. I can see that. So, Bar, I mean, barring a wildly crazy run by Bennington where he's got like two shutouts going and a shutout streak going or something stupid like that. Right. Which I don't expect that to be no. the case this weekend. No. Oh, that'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? <laughs> it? It would be, but I mean, so tomorrow night, Tampa, uh, ugly game. Then we back to back afternoon games on a weekend I know. against Nashville. I know. We're, it's so. Yeah, we're going to get destroyed. Although, you know, we should, uh, yeah. Although for the folks that uh, go out and uh, watch the game at a bar, it's plenty of time to drink, and then you can have the entire evening to sober up. <laughs> if that's what you're into. If that's your something, something I love, I love day drinking. And since I've had a kid, I don't get to do it, enjoy it as much. <laughs> I thought you said since you were a kid. <laughs> since I was a kid. No, since I've had a kid, I mean, I think a lot of parents would agree. You just don't get to do it as much. It's, it's a weird pastime that I enjoy. I, I agree. It's a, um, yeah. But but the thing that sucks is like, like I remember uh, Mardi Gras a couple of years ago. I uh, went out, got uh, pretty shit-faced, and uh, Blues played Flames that night. I got home about 6 o'clock. Pretty starting to feel pretty good. Starting to feel, you know, okay, I'm coming down a little bit. 
I might have watched three minutes of that game because I was hungover the whole time and I just kept passing out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I uh, last time I see, last time I really day drank was uh, was it two St. Patrick's days ago I think um, after I ran the uh, the five mile St. Patrick's run in St. Louis. Uh, there was oh a, nice. There yeah there was a party uh, during the day. It's the it's the <clears throat> beer run right. Uh, it was, I don't know, it was five miles. <laughs> it was yeah, I think you get, uh, you get a beer at every oh, mile, right? N- uh, no, we didn't. There was beer after they gave oh, okay. us, but it, but it was, it was cold as hell that day. Really cold. Uh, like just below freezing. And, uh, there was a party afterwards and it started to snow afterwards. So I'm drinking during the day, uh, which felt really good after running the race. And then, uh, standing by this window with this, and then the snow outside is badass. It was pretty cool. So yeah, day drinking with snow outside is even better. Maybe it'll snow this weekend. No, probably not. Probably not. Uh, yeah, I mean, getting back to our question here, I think Alan, you got to play him on the road game. Um, uh, and, and playing him at home would just be silly at this point. I mean, he, I hate to say it, but I mean, Blues fans don't want to see Jake Allen. I mean, I know there's a lot to disagree, but. Um, for the most part, Blues fans as a whole don't want to see him. If they're buying tickets to the game right now, they don't want to see Jake Allen in that. And mm. if he gives up one bad goal, even if he gives up a goal, people are going to start booing. Yeah, you know what? It's not good for him. It's not good for anyone in the arena. Start Bennington at home and see what he can do there and then give Jake Allen the road start. Um, yeah. So when a goal is scored against the Blues, uh, against a Blues goalie that isn't that isn't Jake Allen, there's been a trend since Bennington has taken over the number one job. And this even happened last season uh, when uh, Hutton was, uh, was tearing it up with the Blues. Um, the, the trend for some folks, uh, typically being the folks who defend Allen more than others, uh, they come out of the woodwork uh, and say, if Allen had allowed that goal, and, we talk, you, and you touched on this earlier, Jeff, if Allen allowed that when goals that scored on Bennington, oh, if Allen allowed that goal, you guys would be all over him. And you see that a lot from various people. And I'm and I when I see it, I'm always like, why why do people have this mindset? What what is the what is the point of this? It, 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 these there the whole the whole comment, the whole philosophy behind it is mind boggling to me. I don't, I don't get it. Well, I, we've said it on the show before, and, and Kurt, it's kind of been something you've really driven home a lot is at least us on the show. And I think a lot of blues fans would agree. We want the guy in net who's going to get you a win. I mean, right now, I don't care if it's a six, five win or a one, nothing win. Whoever stands the best chance to get you the W that's who belongs in net. And yeah, I've, I've been seeing a lot of those comments too. Well, if Jake Allen goes up that goal, you know, everybody's no, you know what? Um, First off, it's not, not true. Right. That's not true. That's not true. On it's almost every goal too, and it's just it's just not true. I, I, one goal. I don't remember which one it was, but there was one goal that that Bennington has given up, where I said, "Okay, that one was kind of weak." Um, and I, you know, and I call it like it is. I mean, Grant Fuhr, one of my favorite players of all time, he give up a weak goal even when I was a kid. I'd say, "Well, that's a weak goal there, Grant. You're better than that." You know, um, Brent Johnson, he'd make a hell of a save, and I'd say. That's a hell of a save, Fred Johnson. And I didn't like him as a goalie. Like, and I think a lot of Blues fans are the same way. 
We just call it like it is. I mean, you're a hockey fan. You're going to react, and that's the reaction. Jake Allen gives up a lot of weak goals. Jordan Bennington, at least to this point, has not. So for people to, to, to get all bent out of shape say, well, Jake Allen gives up that goal, he's getting lit up. No, he's not. No, he's not. Because people just want to see this team win. And, and I don't I, again, you, that, they're not winning games. You know, I don't know. I don't know why people develop this mindset, but I, I know, but I, I know, well, maybe I do. Uh, I, I'm going to play a, a, a psychologist here for a second. I think it's about them living in denial about being wrong about Jake Allen because. Yeah, when they lash out and take a jab at those who have been critical of Allen, which is what this, these comments are for, uh, implying that Allen and Bennington, they're basically implying that Allen and Bennington both allow the same kinds of goals, but Allen gets treated unfairly. That's basically what they're saying. And I, I, I don't, I mean, all you got to do is look at the stats. You know, uh, they're not the same goalie at all. Um, Allen has a sub 900 save percentage and a, go, a GA over three, which is, which is, which is bad. Uh, his GAA is 28th out of 34 goalies with that have 25 or more starts. And his save percentage is also 28th out of 34 goalies. Yet he's 13th in game started and has the six most, six most losses. So I know, uh, uh, Lance on his, on his, uh, podcast, uh, likes to compare Allen to Carey Price. He's done this on, uh, uh, Twitter and he did it on his last show and seems to imply that they're very similar. Uh, and he and people will put Price on this pedestal, and they they want to bury Allen as a terrible goalie. Uh, he's so, but the, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> uh, the the only stat he uses to com- when he talks about the two is wins over the past like four or five seasons, which is conveniently during the time that Carey Price has had major injury problems and missed a lot of games. Um, yeah. Which he fails to mention when his in his comparison. So that's why I wanted to, you know, and, and Price. And with that said, Price still has more wins than Allen in that time frame, and playing on a team that wasn't as good either for a chunk of that time. So come on, Lance. Be fair, Lance. To be put fair. all the information out there. Don't you be, be honest. It's like it's like a, 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 a fact checking the president during a speech. <laughs> but. If yeah. the president was a horse loose right. in a hospital. Right, <laughs> the horse loose in a hospital. Uh, and this season, to be fair, to be fair, God damn it, uh, the, a healthy Carey Price is, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's healthy this year. Uh, he plays uh, fifth in wins with 22, has a 9.16 save percentage, which is fourth in the NHL, and a 2.53 GAA, which is sixth. And that's among goalies with 30 or more games played. And Price currently has the uh, Habs in a playoff spot. So, and again... Uh, Allen uh, with is that at or near the bottom of the, uh, the league in all those categories, and it's something really close. So that's my democratic response to to uh, to that mindset. I think, which is again, it's kind of weird to me because, like you said, Jeff, I really do think that I don't I don't understand why why uh, Blues fans wouldn't just want the goalie to be in there that would give you the best chance to win. And right now, that's obviously Bennington. I don't know how you could make an argument otherwise. 
So yeah, I, I mean, if they were to go out and pick up Kerry Lutnan and Kerry Lutnan pitches three shutouts in a row, I'd say play Kerry Lutnan. Right. You know, I mean, I don't care who's in net. And and I, I mean, I said this before too that that I actually like Jake Allen and and you know, being someone who used to be in the media, I interviewed him a ton. Always super generous, super nice. Never went out of line with any of his comments to to media. If somebody asked him a dumb question, he would still answer it. You know, I mean, very good guy. And and when he came up, you know, great goalie, looked great. And I still think he can be a decent goalie in the NHL. Um, and I'm, I'm, I want to see him succeed. But Jordan Bennington is the answer right now. I oh, mean, maybe yeah. that changes. Maybe in a month we're saying, holy shit, get rid of Bennington, put him back down in the right. NHL. But right now... He's the guy you have to play if you want to try and make the playoffs. With where we are in the standings and the points that we have to acquire and our, our really rough schedule this month, you you have to put your best lineup out there. And aside from giving him time to rest and you don't, you don't overwork him, really, Bennington needs to be in that all the time except for, okay, let's give him a rest, get Allen in there, which we talked about back-to-backs this month. Uh, maybe an extra game. I don't know, but uh, I know it's also been mentioned too that uh, 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 that uh, people are saying. Oh, someone said that people are saying. Oh, well, you know, Jake Allen, uh, Jordan Bennington is the the next greatest of all time. No one, no one's saying that. Who's saying that? Who said that? No, no one said that. No, he's I, saying that for he, some shit. He is playing very comfortably, and the the. The rest of the team is playing comfortably in front of him. It's a good stretch by a guy getting his first look at the NHL. Yes. And somebody's you, and somebody's going to figure out his weakness. You see it a lot. I mean, he could, you know what? <clears throat> he could turn into the next Patrick Wah, or he could be the next Jim Carrey. We don't know. Right. But for the time being, he's playing very well. The team is playing well in front of him, which is just as important, and we're winning games. Right. Well, that, that's remember, all that matters. Back when Elliot and Halak and Halak got hurt and Elliot played like dog shit, they called up Jake Allen and he looked great. And when they sent him back down to the AHL, when uh, uh, Halak came back, we were all, I mean, we had a show then. Go back, listen to the episodes. We were like, why are you sending this kid down? You gotta play him. He's the only reason this team is playing well. So, yeah. I supported Jake Allen like crazy back then, and I still do if he's the best answer in goal. But he's not right now, and Bennington is. Bennington, again, like you said, uh, Patrick Waugh, Jim Carrey, Andrew Raycroft, whoever the hell he could turn out to be. Blaine Locker. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Byron Defoe. Uh, he was good for a while. He was good for a couple, three, three years or so. Yeah, he was good for a good. Goalies now, Mikhail Stolenkov. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Rudy. <laughs> but no, I mean, whoever he turns he out to be is fine. Right now, Hated he's him. the answer to your team, helping getting some victories. And, and you got to roll with him. Just got to roll. And, and, you know, you look at the positions on the ice. Oh, Bill, you kind of alluded to this earlier. Alex Petrangelo, another favorite player of mine. I've, I've always liked his game. This season, he's been dog shit. So if the best opportunity for you to win games is to bump him down to the second or third pairing and play Pareko more and even play Jay Bomeister more at this point because he's playing well, 
then do it. Do whatever you have to do to win games. At the end of the day, it's all about winning hockey games. It's not about who the best player on the ice is, who who deserves the ice time. No, it's the people who are getting you victories and leading uh, your team in scoring or ice time that are playing well 99% of their shifts. I'd like to I'd like to see cuz I haven't seen any of the comments that that you know, oh my gosh, Jordan Bennington is uh, is the next greatest thing uh, in the NHL. I, I I haven't seen any of that. I've seen all I've seen have been fans that are excited that they have a goaltender in a net that is getting us wins. That that's that's it. And people are rallying behind it. They love him. They're, they're, they're which is understandable. Who wouldn't? I mean, you want your team desperately to win after what we went through to start this season uh, with. Uh, the team, the, the poor play in front of Allen and the soft goals allowed by Allen and just a general mess within the whole team, uh, to see the team playing the way they are now and getting the goaltending they're getting now is beyond refreshing and, and fun to watch and fun to see. And, and, and I don't know, I don't, I don't understand the whole mindset behind, uh, you know, people uh, be, getting annoyed at people being happy about the fact that Bennington's playing well. Haven't felt this comfortable with the goalie since Brian Elliott left. Yeah, no, and and that's the thing because uh, because Allen is, I mean, God love him. Was another podcaster would say, uh, God love him. Uh, he's uh, just inconsistent as hell, and you just you really didn't know what you were gonna get. He could go on a run where he could play great for eight, nine, ten, twelve games, and then he could go the exact opposite for eight, nine, ten, twelve games or worse. So uh, that's and so far with Bennington. Haven't seen that. See, pretty consistent. Um, what he's made, he may have allowed in his nine starts, maybe a couple of goals. You could have said, okay, should have had that one. Kind of soft, maybe two, maybe. So I mean, it's nine games. So that's that's pretty good. I, I'll I'll take that all day long. I think any goalie would. So we've kind of uh, ignored our YouTube chat here a little bit. We got a lot to get to on there. If you want to, <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, questions, I was gonna but... yeah, I was I was gonna finish this up and then get to it. Yeah. No, but one of the things that uh, that was just posted by, I guess that's Tice, T-Y-C-E? Tice Huck. Tice Huck. Uh, Tice has been chiming a lot here, but Tice, uh, he, he mentions here, when we lose with Jake Allen in net, the losses hurt a lot less than when Bennington is in net because at this point, you expect the Blues to win when he plays, and that's what this team needs. So... That's a very good point. When Jake Allen goes in in net and we say, oh, you know, we, we see the tweets from from Thomas and Rutherford that, you know, oh, uh, uh, Jake Allen is uh, first to the ice. He'll be in net tonight. Every one of us, I, I think even a lot of Allen fans say, okay, <laughs> uh, not good, could be a loss tonight. But when Bennington goes in net, we have that expectation that you get when you have a good team and you say, oh, well, Jordan Bennington's in net. Well, they should win the night. I don't care who they're playing. They should win the night. And that's what you want from an elite team. When we went into this season, the expectations, we talked about that a lot. The expectations of this team were to, to do something great and to, to be an elite team throughout the season. Uh, it hasn't been, it hasn't gone that way. And, and lately with Bennington and net, you're getting those expectations. Okay. Bennington's a net blues have a good chance to win the night. And in, it's such an awesome feeling as a fan going into a game with confidence. Okay, Blues are going to come out strong. They got a good goalie in that. They got some guys that can score some goals. Ryan O'Reilly's having a hell of a season. It's so much different 
than the mindset we went into games in late October, early November, when it was Tarasenko wasn't scoring. Sure, Ryan O'Reilly will put up two goals, but we're going to give up five. You know, I mean, it's it's such a different mindset that the games now mean so much more because you're expecting victories. You're expecting and, to see wins. And when they don't win, you just get, ah, why couldn't they pull that one out? And and that's what you want as a fan. You want that emotion. And it's not it's not just Bennington's play either. That and and we're not saying, and if I'm if I'm uh, you know paraphrasing you wrong, Jeff, you let me know. But we're not saying that this is all because of Bennington. It's it's the the rest of the team uh, plays better in front of Bennington. That's just the way it's been. Uh, the noticeably better. And and that that happened when uh, uh, last season with Hutton, the team played better in front of Hutton, and Elliot, the team played better in front of Elliot. There is a fucking pattern here <laughs> with with the confidence level in the team and their goaltending. So you, you, that I mean, I don't I don't know. It's not rocket surgery. It, it's 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 kind of simple stuff. To I think to, I think a lot of it is. I mean, there is some of it that I think that is coincidence, maybe not a lot, but, you know, uh, certain guys like Jay Bowmeister, his game really just started to turn around out of nowhere. And it was like, okay, maybe he maybe he has been struggling with injuries and maybe he is starting to find his groove again. Uh, Tarasenko, you know, he's he's kind of showing that, that he's still a, a sniper. Maybe it is just uh, he had a nagging injury or he wasn't getting a lot of sleep or there's something going on at home that we don't know about. I mean... Maybe there's there's these weird coincidences that are now just starting to, to to things are starting to get better for these guys personally, or maybe they're doing something differently in training. So there is some some of that, but when it all starts to come together like this, and there's one major change, you make it you you want to say, don't change anything. It's working. So why would you make a change now? Just keep going with what's been working. Uh, Brian Roberts uh, tweeted early on in the in the YouTube chat. Uh, can't stay for the whole t- uh, the whole show tonight, but uh, whenever I get around to it, uh, is it? I'm gonna change the word just so it makes sense. <laughs> is it in the best long term interest for the Blues to push for a playoff spot just to get destroyed in the first round? What are you gonna do though? You're not gonna fall all the way down. You're not like you said. We're not gonna lose for huge. No, that, that, that was that was actually. I mean. For a, for a, for a while back, when they were like you know about the last in the league or fighting for the last place in the league, you're like okay, well, and, and the team was playing terribly. You're like okay, maybe last overall is an option option, and I'm like it shouldn't be. This team is better than that. It just it just didn't wasn't clicking, and uh, when they finally turned around, I'm like okay, they're they're finding their groove a little bit. And the, the with the goaltending change, and even when before the goaltending change, um, Allen's playing the rule got a lot better. Um, so I never thought this team was a last place team, and I said I said as much. But so I and I and to be honest with with I mean revenue is a thing. I've always said that that if I mean I'd rather make the playoffs than than miss by a few points. Uh, obviously, because the team gets revenue, um, they're more inclined to spend money on players in the future for next season if they can get that playoff revenue. Uh, definitely one round. Hopefully, get to the second. Get lucky in the first round. Maybe I don't know. But uh, that playoff revenue is what I mean. A, a small market team like St. Louis that spends the cap can't make a habit of missing the playoffs. They just can't. That, that's something they have to. They have to 
be a playoff team. They can't be missing the playoffs two and three years in a row. That hurts. Especially now, if they don't want to spend on the cap, it's different. Right. But I mean, if they're if you want to keep your players and not sell off, uh, keep your good players and not sell an O'Reilly or a or a Pareko or somebody to to somebody else to get rid of the Shen. salary. Well, yeah, but I mean, Shen's Shen might actually. That's a question we're going to talk about next. Um, Segway. Segway. Um, wait. Well, I don't segue yet. I want to talk. Go ahead, Jeff. I know. <laughs> you know. You like talking. <laughs> <laughs> that is why we have a podcast. Um, well, and then Brian also adds, uh, making the playoffs means we are stuck with Baruby for next two years at least. Team Ricard Gronberg all the way. His specialty is offensive defenseman, plus not a retread. <laughs> I think we all agree with that. None, none of us are really big. Uh, what's what's going on there? Nothing. I thought I misread the tweet. I misread the the chat. Uh, I retread a, looks well, a lot like another word. Yeah, I thought it was something else. I'm like, oh god! I, I thought you were gonna say it. And I'm like, oh god! Don't do <laughs> yeah, that. don't do it. Okay, but never mind. I see it now. I see it now. I see it now. Yeah, that'd be offensive. My wife would probably come in and smack me if yeah, I, I know. said that word. I know, right? I'm like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> um, but no, I uh, and, and like I said, I think I think we all are, are not really on the Ruby train. Um, he's doing great, and, and I hate to say that because. They make the playoffs, and you want to reward the guy that, that stepped in and did something and, and, and made a change. But well, at the you, same time, you know the track record with the GM. He's going to reward early success. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's the problem. Hey. And then I've talked about on this show about how I'm not a fan of the GM, and the GM needs to go. But preach. You look. You look at what <laughs> have you done for me lately. And if the Blues make the playoffs after, I mean, going into the year, the expectation was this team's going to be battling for first in the Central. They're going to be a, a Western Conference final team. But then it quickly became, okay, uh, this season's lost. So let's just see what happens and see what they can do. Now it's, oh, hey, if they make the playoffs, that's solid. They're going to do great as long as they make the playoffs. And it's just, it sucks. Because you, you want to see change. You, you're you sick of this roller coaster crap that this team has given us for, for years. But at the same time, you want to see your team succeed. And they're succeeding. Um, I've called Tom Stillman out on this show before for not making changes when he should. Um, but at the same time, local guy obviously has no interest in, in moving the Blues out of the city. You know, we've seen what happens with guys like Stan Kroenke in the city. So you want to root for him. You you want Tom Stillman to, to have success and to be profitable and to say, yeah, we'll spend the cap every year. But you also want to see those changes. So I get the dichotomy here. It's, it's a very strange situation for Blues fans. But, I mean, at the same time, I think we're all in agreement, at least everyone on this show, uh, success is what we want. We want to see him make the playoffs. We want, I mean, I know people hate the comparisons to the 2012 Kings of, well, hey, they were in AC, they made the final, they won the cup, you never know. I know people hate seeing that, but it's fucking true. I mean, it can happen to anyone. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, and yep. was that 06? With, the, with Pronger. They, were, they yeah. should not even made the fucking playoffs that year, and they almost won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So you never know what could happen with these teams. Well, until Dwayne Rollison got hurt. Right. 
and let's not forget the fact too that uh, you know I mean this team is I mean, this team is not a ways away from being a legit cup contender. They're not like oh my god, light years away. They're they have a lot of good pieces on this team. Um, does it need to be tweaked? Yeah, but I don't think it's in blow up mode by any means. I, that that would be a mistake to sell off three or four of your you know your higher priced guys and just kind of rebuild. That'd be stupid. Um, so it's not like you know oh we're missing the playoffs and getting a high pick is going to benefit us and then sell some players and get more picks. That I don't think that would benefit us in the short term. Maybe in the long term it would. But I don't think we have to. We have a team right now that is built very well that we'd be trying to redo by selling players and rebuilding that. I think we have it. So I think, I think yes, it needs to be tweaked. But And plus the playoffs are a fucking blast. I don't care if you're right. in, the, in the playoffs and you lose in five games. They're fucking fantastic. The, the buildup for these games, it's fu- your heart's pumping. I mean, if you're, yeah. I mean, if you're a, a, a passionate fan, your heart's pumping. You're nervous. I mean, it's all you think about when you're on the way home from work when the game's on that night. It's like Jesus Christ, uh, and that's fantastic. That 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 feeling alone is is I mean, is from a, just from a, a fun perspective, yeah. is great. I, I I want that. Absolutely, Kurt. Come on, don't act like you only think about it on your way home from work. You're thinking about it all fucking day. <laughs> it's all day, but what I'm saying when I'm home from work, it's like this constant. Like uh, I got like is it game time yet? Is it, is game, it game time? Yet? Oh yeah, it's like how much time? Okay, <laughs> I got songs blowing on the radio. I'm like getting pumped up. Yeah, it's it's, it's fun. That's why I hate those eight thirty starts. Oh yeah, or yeah. That shit pisses me off because I'm like ah, like the clock hits seven oh seven, and I'm like the game should be starting in three minutes. God damn it! If if you're if you're a bubble team. It's it's in your best interest to make the playoffs. It really is, franchise wise. It, yeah. it, there's no point to miss. I mean, you should not be rooting for. Oh, we need to lose so we can get a spot or two better in the playoff and in, in the in the entry draft. Fuck that shit. That doesn't matter. You it unless doesn't matter you're getting, unless you're getting a, a top pick in the lottery. In, well, that's and that's but you're not a bubble team then, right? You're not a bubble team then. That say I mean if you're near the bottom yeah if if the if if with 15 games to go if the Blues are within like four or five points of last overall I'm like well you know maybe I I, I would you know I wouldn't be upset if they got the last you know because I want I, the first pick would be nice and playoffs are are a pipe dream at that point so you know but if playoffs are in the picture and they really are because we're one game out or one 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 game one point out with three games in hand that essentially means we're in the playoffs right now as it stands. Right. Essentially. You're you're getting yeah, one win one of those games and yeah, you're in the playoffs. Win one of the three or overtime get an, get an OTL, you're tied. You're essentially in the playoffs right, right now. And so tonight was light schedule in the league. Um, neither Minnesota nor Vancouver played. It was just uh um, tomorrow. Who does I know they played last night, but they both did they play tomorrow? Uh they should. So. Let's let's get that pulled up. So, so um, something something I want to point out to, to kind of uh, drive home with what Kurt and Bill are both saying here, too, is is that, uh, yeah, with, I mean, a lot of people now are saying, oh, still, you know, I've seen a lot of notable, notable Twitter personalities and people on Reddit, uh, if you want to consider those people notable. Um, <laughs> I like Reddit. They, no, 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 no. I'm saying Twitter too. No, I, I agree. I, I love, I love our Reddit community. I love our Twitter community. I, I just make jokes because they all deserve to be made fun of every now and then. I'd knock down a peg. Someone um, <laughs> But yeah, some of them. But anyway, um, a lot of them have said, you know, 
still, you know, it'd be nice if they, you know, you know, this team's not going anywhere. They're, you know, it'd be nice to get like a Jack Hughes. Okay, here's the thing to think about right now. This team is in the last month, they've turned it around so much, they're not getting Jack Hughes anymore. I mean, even if they hit a bump in the road again, I don't think they fall to a position where they're really have a good chance of getting Jack Hughes in the draft. What did and, I say this two weeks ago? I said this like two weeks ago. We had a, I had a conversation on Twitter and, and we talked about it on the show. Two weeks ago, I said, we're not, we're not finishing last. We're a better team than this. It's not happening. And for sure, I mean, well, for sure not now. It's not going to happen. The the, the team is is just, but watching the game, they're too good. They're they're not a last place team. It's ridiculous to think about. They're They're not. They are. Chicago, they're a last place team. Chicago is down there. LA is down there. Yeah. So that's. Whatever. Well, and look at the look at the East, the New Jersey Devils, the Ottawa Senators. Those yeah. are your last well, place teams. The Ottawa Senators are by far the worst team in the league. Yeah, that, and it, to, to even suggest that the Blues, you know, a couple weeks ago, oh wow, they could, you know, we should lose for who's? No, fuck that. That's ridiculous. I, I, they, they're just. I mean, do you watch the games? I mean, they're they're a better team than that. Well, and then just to, to, to factor in this, too, I mean, people say lose for Hughes. You know, why are they – when they win, people get mad. I mean, just, just a couple weeks ago, when, people were, when they were losing, people were getting mad about it. You really think the players give a shit? It's not the players who are sitting there saying, oh, yeah, let's try and get uh, that number one draft pick. No, because every one of those guys could be losing their jobs by the, by the time they make that draft and plus that And plus so, that's like three years from now, maybe, that they that might make an impact on the team where he would actually – I mean, he, Hughes is uh, – they were saying that Hughes wouldn't even be NHL ready next year. So Well, I mean, look at uh, – what, what was the guy the, the Flames picked um, a couple of years ago? Uh, Sam Sam Bennett? That guy was uh, – they, they touted him to be a number one pick for years until I think he dropped to four or five. And you don't even talk about him when you talk about the good players in Calgary. Um, Jack Eichel, great player. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I love his game. But he was a guy that he didn't step in and score 100 points his first season. I mean, you're not going to get th- those generational talents only come by every three or four years. Um, you know, I mean, the last one that we really saw was Bill Day. I mean, uh, Connor McDavid. Sorry, you guys look so much alike. Yeah, I mean, you're Something not like you, that. You don't get the you don't get those generational talents every draft. So no, and 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 and, and, and if you and if you're not, I mean, even even if you you do draft, you know, third, fourth, fifth, it chance. I mean, there's a, there's a fairly decent chance you, you the better player might be seven, eight, nine, ten. You don't yeah, in in five years, you don't know. So wasn't it Petrangelo's draft year? Um, he went fourth, and Luke Shen went fifth, or was it vice versa? But Luke Shen, uh, like, Petrangelo was the same year as Doughty and um, Bogosian. Bogosian, and yeah, it was all yeah. Prim- all and Petrangelo was picked before Doughty. No, yeah, and I thought it was Stamkos Doughty. Or was it Stamkos Bogosian? No, it was it, we Petrangelo was picked before Doughty. Pretty sure. Yeah. Stan, uh, Petrangelo was fourth. I remember that. I think he was drafted fourth. Uh I know Bogosian was picked ahead of him. I'm not sure if he I was th- two or I three. I thought it was I thought it was Stamkos, Bogosian, Doughty, Petrangelo. Maybe I'm wrong then. Let me see. Petrangelo That's a good draft. thing to look up. Two thousand eight entry draft. Uh 
Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Dowdy was picked uh, second. Bogosian third. Potangelo fourth. And then Shen. And then fifth. Shen. Yep. And Shen is no longer in the NHL. No. He kind of is. Kind of. <laughs> Delzato Minor was, Delzato was 20th. Uh, John Carlson was 27th. Notable names. Yeah. It's just, just I guess my point is that you don't. There's there's no guarantee. No. Anything in the top five is going to be great. No, there's not. And, and and that's the thing too is that I don't. And the thing too, a fan a fans saying, "Oh, we should lose." Well, that's not going to make a damn bit of difference what the team does. I don't. Right. I mean, it's just weird. I, I, right. it's, well, it's, it's not, especially it's with Chicago being that, so bad, they're going to win the the draft lottery anyway. <laughs> right. right. Well, it's it's also not that the last place team automatically gets the first pick. You know, I mean, we've seen a couple of years there in a row where the the last place team was at Buffalo. It's they were a clearly what? clearly tanking for McDavid, and they didn't get him. What is it a thirty? And, the the last place team it's about a thirty two percent chance or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, which is the, yeah, best, the best with, chance? For the best chance mean, you're going to definitely get it. No, no. I, that's funny when people say, "Oh, well, if you finish last, it's only a thirty-two percent chance." Yeah, but it's still the it's, it's still the best chance. But yeah, it's right. there's there's a, there's, a, there's a decent chance you won't get them. Um. Uh. So okay, real quick, I I, I have to be reminded of because you guys are talking about you know you never know if the number one pick is going to be the best. What Alexander Dag said at his draft. Uh nobody remembers number two. Number two <laughs> that year was Chris Pronger. <laughs> and Alexander Day was out of the NHL, what, five, six years later? Right. He was um, on Guiding Light or whatever. <laughs> yeah, a co- couple STDs later from Pamela Anderson, and uh, and he's 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 gone. Um, <laughs> he's my white elephant. One day I am going to get Chris Pronger on this show. It will happen. And I cannot wait to ask him, because he was vocal when he was a player, that that comment bothered him. I would love to know now that he's a Hall of Famer, what he still thinks of those comments from Alexander Day. Oh, that, that would that would bother anybody. I mean, that's just a stupid thing to. That's a cocky thing to say. If you're going to be say that kind of thing, you got to back it up. And he did not. No. Uh, he had what three, three, maybe three decent years in Ottawa, and that was it. Uh the uh, Blues. Uh, so some. Uh, Stats and notable things here for the uh, State of the Union. Uh, versus the Panthers, the Blues outshot Florida 34-24, 19 of which came in the third period. They've outshot their opponents in 17 straight games. They've won three in a row for the second time this season. They go for the fourth win in a row for the first time this season uh, on tomorrow against Tampa Bay. Good luck. Yeah, good luck. Uh, you get, the work is cut out for them. Uh, the Blues are 24, 22, and 5 and have 53 points. They are 7 2 and 1 over the past 10 games. They're 12, 9, and 3 on the road and, thir- and 12, 13, and 2 at home. They said just one point out of the last we're, wild card. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, wait a second. I was going to say uh, just imagine if they've won, if they, let's say they win what, 15, what's it, it'll be 15, 10, and 2 at home? Over that, over that span where they were losing every time at home. Mm uh-huh. hmm. We're not even considering this team not making the playoffs. I mean, they. So you're saying you're saying have, if, you're saying if we won more games, we'd be higher in the standings. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it the home is record. unbelievable yeah. how 
horrid they've been at home. And I mean, they're not getting destroyed every game like they were there for a while. But I mean, a couple of those close games, you pull out a win, you're not even talking about this team being right. a wild card team. You're talking about them battling for third in the division. Right. It's the it's the. I mean, if you you want to break it down to home and away, it's it's the home games. They're they're under 500 at home, and that's you 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 can't do that and expect to do well. Um, we are, let's see, they are uh, one point on last wildcard spot, which is currently held by Vancouver and the blues have three games in hand on the Canucks. Uh, and we talked about, we are no longer losing for Hughes. That's ridiculous. Uh, Vancouver plays Chicago tomorrow night. Okay. And Minnesota plays Edmonton. So schedule doesn't favor us. No, it does not. But, but because they're both playing, not games in hand. True. And Edmonton. Now, how, about, how about Edmonton? The, have you seen the jerseys getting thrown on the ice again? Well, that that and that's the Ooh. thing too is that that team has had a lot of a lot of high picks, mm-hmm. and and that is not an example to look at by saying you got to build your team through the draft and get all these high draft picks. I'm like, yeah, that's a good theory, right. but and it is not working bring, in Edmonton. Bring in or Peter Buffalo Chirelli to blow the whole fucking thing by making stupid trades. Well, I mean, you look at Pittsburgh; they have built through the draft. I'm not saying but, I'm not saying you can't, and, and, it, and it's something no, that if, you, if you're in the position to do so, that's fine, and, and it and it it will it would probably work. But you know, your teams like Edmonton and Buffalo, Buffalo, they look like world beaters. They had the best record in the NHL at one point, uh, maybe a month ago or something, yeah. a month, a little month ago, a month and a half ago, and they have fall. They're, the they're out by three points right now. We're closer to the playoffs than they are. And Carter that, Hunt can't make a save. No. No, so there that team's kind of falling apart. Yeah, it's killing me in my fantasy league. God well, damn it, Hutton. Well, I remember all those uh, Buffalo Sabres fans uh, giving us shit uh, because mm-hmm. they were tearing it up, and we had O'Reilly, and so they're like laughing. Ah, you know the Blues are the worst in the league. We're tops in the league. You've got O'Reilly, see? And now <laughs> you've got Vladimir Saboka. <laughs> <clears throat> so that that that's kind of funny, and they've been very quiet over the past a uh, little while. Well, they've they've been focusing their anger away from us. They, sure. Oh, that, they don't give less, a shit about the losing. Less gloating. Right. Um, I'm sure they enjoyed seeing O'Reilly tear it up in the All-Star game, though. Sure they did. Uh, O'Reilly, uh, okay, uh, Bennington uh, has only allowed more than two goals once in his nine starts this season. O'Reilly has an eight-game point streak with four goals and seven assists. Shen okay, is a, real quick, real quick. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep interrupting because that's what I do. Um. And, and I'm, I'm going to give praise to everyone in the show because I know I said this and you guys definitely agreed. When Bennington was coming in relief, uh, I mean, we talked about it before he played a game again in the NHL just a couple of years ago. He didn't look very good in the one relief appearance he had. Came in relief Allen a few times, did not look good. And we all said, give this guy a fucking start. Just see what he does when he knows all day he's going to play that night. Oh, look at that. Hmm, Looks pretty <laughs> yeah. goddamn good. And I'm not trying to pat ourselves on the back, really. I'm just saying that's how goalies' mentalities are. It's how a lot of these goalies are. They don't do well in relief appearances, but you give them a start, it's a completely different mindset. And and for Bennington to t- take this long for him to get a start in the NHL is just, again, to what Bill has said many times on this show, just shows the legacy of this current Blues regime. You know what the thing too with Bennington and that people I've I've heard this on the the Blues and NHL podcast, the Rivers and Kimball show, and this was mentioned uh, when I listened to uh, on Lancer's show, the drop. 
this has been and, I've, and on Twitter too. Well, you know, once 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 the NHL gets a book on Bennington, once it gets some video on him, you know, then they'll they'll the things will be different. That they'll he'll probably uh, uh, come back down to earth a little bit. I'm thinking he's not a 19 year old out of juniors that that no one's hardly seen. He's he's had years in the AHL. He, there, there is a lot of video on Bennington and his style, and if you want to see it, that's it's out there. There's, it's not there. I, people kind of act like there's no video on Bennington. No, he's 25 years old. He's been playing in the professional uh, league AHL for years. So I, I don't know why people don't think there's video out there of Bennington for teams to look at if they want to get video. If they want video, it's there. They can get it. Well, I mean, come on. You expect people in the AHL with their flip phones to be recording video of these any these AHL goalies? What the hell, man? They, these little small markets, they they got like three stations. They can't be covering them AHL teams. This is not this is not a, a Western Canada in the 50s. It's uh, this is <laughs> this is a 2019 uh so yeah, San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Peoria. So yeah, or uh, yeah, Providence. So, yeah, Providence. So I mean, it's it's th- there's video. Uh, there's, it's not like this doesn't exist. It's that 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 comment always kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. So I don't. I mean, the AHL has a streaming service now. They do, so and you can watch all the AHL games. They they can, and it's they, they, it's funny because oh well, this guy once there's video on him. There's five fucking years of video on him in professional leagues. Come on, Jesus Christ. Um, there's video of Bill Day, but not the kind you want to see. Shen has uh, five assists in the past three games. Tarasenko has seven points, three goals, four assists, and a five-game point streak. Sunquist has a four-game point streak with three goals and one assist over that span. And really, uh, Perron, he's hurt right now uh, with an upper body injury. Uh, 13-game point streak, which technically has been broken, but... Right, really, his his, his personal streak. His personal streak is still going. Right, so 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 think about it. Right now, the Blues don't have David Perron, who he was lighting it up. Jaden Schwartz can't score. Yeah, still can't score. He's he's got a cursed stick. Robbie Fabry is a healthy scratch. Yeah, if those two guys, if Perron gets back in the lineup, and those two guys figure it out again. This team could be really, really strong. I mean, we're look at how well they're playing right now. And you start getting contributions from those guys night in, night out. The playoffs could be a very easy proposition. Well, and I think with the way the team is playing, um, I didn't check uh, today after last night's win the odds of Blues making the playoffs. Um, we were way off the last time. But well, no, he's, well, he's we weren't. We weren't the the, the, stat, the, the stat side the service yeah. we we used was well it we was off it was, com- it was off compared to the others we said it was over fifty percent and yeah. it was actually twenty five and I think uh, before last night's game was in the thirties and honestly and I, I assume they take schedule into consideration because this month is a, this month's schedule is a bitch um, we've talked about it and if they can get through this month and be about where they are now. Uh, at the end of the month, I think they're easily in because the last month, last 20 games or so is actually pretty easy compare in comparison. Uh, O'Reilly leads the Blues in points of 53. 
Tarasenko has 36, Perron 35, Shen 31, and Dunn 22 to round out the top five in scoring for the Blues. So that's a quick rundown on the state of the Blues. Right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, in, in somebody that we've talked about on the show a couple times has been Vince Dunn. Um, really not impressing us like he was last year, but at the end of the day, the guy still has 22 points. I mean, that's yeah. for an offensive defenseman this point in the season, a guy who's mostly going to be on your third pairing. That's not bad numbers. So, so kudos to him and uh, Braden Shen. We mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I'm actually hopeful he resigns. I, I don't. I'm, I don't think it's going to happen. But this team makes the playoffs. I think there's definitely a good chance of that. I think he's a a really good fit for this organization. So uh, we'll Some, see what happens. Somebody asked uh, who's on. Oh, Tice Huck asked who's untouchable when it comes to trading. In your opinion, untouchable. I don't think anybody's untouchable. Yeah. I well, I don't think anybody should be untouchable. I agree. But yeah. I mean, as far as guys they really won't trade unless they're blown away. Pareko. Pareko, Tarasenko. Tarasenko. Um O'Reilly. Oh yeah, O'Reilly. Oh yeah. Um That's it. Yeah. Yeah. End of list. Man, as much as I hate to say this, because because I, I don't want I don't want to move them, but Right now, with that contract, if you could move O'Reilly, would you? No. I mean, if, in a good deal. I mean, not saying the Blues get crap back just to get under out of under the contract. But, I mean, if you got a fair return for him, is it something you would consider, or would you say, no, nah, he's, no. he's the Blues' best player. We're not moving. O'Reilly is, no. the, is the player that we've been looking for for 10 years. Exactly. Uh, for, exactly. He's he's the center. Yeah. He, you finally get one. And, and we haven't had one of those guys in 10 years. Right. And, I. I was wrong when when we traded for, or when we were, I guess when we were talking about trading for him in the off season, you know, I said I thought at the end of the day he was just really good second line center. No, he is an elite center. Yeah. Oh, it's it's. I mean, it's. I, I don't know how anybody would say otherwise about that. I, yeah. I, I well, it's it's funny because he was in Colorado. A lot of people said that that oh, this is the elite center that Buffalo is going to get, but then he just kind of got forgotten. I don't know if it was a. A system issue or a personnel issue or what, but you know, then he comes back to the, the central division, the East there, the Western conference and people are like, Oh yeah, Ryan O'Reilly's a hell of a hockey player. We forgot about that. Hmm. I, 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 and in, in, in Buffalo too, he, I mean, he played on some shit teams. Mm. They were bad teams. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, uh, that's, I don't, I, that's not his fault. Um, our, uh, next show, uh, I guess Wednesday, the, th- uh, the, uh, no, that's wrong. Whatever the 13th, Wednesday, the 13th, I guess the blues don't play it to Wednesday. So if that works for everybody, we can talk about that and maybe do that. It ain't Valentine's day. So that'll work. It ain't Valentine's day the day before. So that should work for me. Should be able to swing it. Cool. So uh, we, we did mention that there's quite a bit of chatter that we really didn't get to in the uh, in the YouTube chat. Um, so we got I'm going to try to run through a little bit of it. Uh, uh, somebody, uh, Tice Huck asked, might be his own question, but what is the NHL trade deadline? And it was responded to by STL Blues History. Deadline is February 25th. So mark that on your calendars for those of you who are interested. Mark um, it right underneath what you already have in your calendar that it's my birthday. <laughs> oh, exactly. Very true. 
Uh, Deanna writes in there, uh, hashtag why not Bennington. And I, I think that we all have been overlooking the fact that uh, we've been asking why not Bennington for years. Now. Yeah, but, but it started off as a joke. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> yes, really it was a huge joke. We didn't really want him up here. <laughs> no. <was> <laughs> Uh, Tice Huck says we got his name right, so that's that's good. Um, and then he also said uh, in our talk about Bennington, there being video on him. Video on Bennington? How did having video on Braden Holtby work? The Flower and the other Stanley Cup winning goalies go for them. These guys had multiple years under their belt, too, might I add. So he's basically saying... And I don't think he's really comparing Bennington to those guys right now, but I get what he's saying. He's saying, yeah, you may get video on these guys, but some of these guys can still be elite. It, you know, it's not like when teams start getting video on goalies, it's, oh, well, you know, his, his limelight's gone. I mean, good goalies still find a way to yeah. impress and do the right things. And we're, we don't know if that's Jordan Bennington yet, but, I mean, why doubt that it could be? It, just because you have video on a goalie doesn't mean you're going to solve him. That's right. uh, that that's a that's a weird thing to default to. Oh well, once you get video on a guy, we'll solve him. No, that that doesn't always work. Sometimes yes, uh, other times no. Wait and see. That's why the whole the whole thing with me with Bennington is I, I'm not calling him anything. I'm just enjoying the ride right now. He's playing well, and that's that's he's playing right now for the moment. And if he keeps it up, fantastic. If he doesn't, cross that bridge when we come to it. A very mature, seasoned fan approach of you, Kurt. It, it's, it's, it's a it's a right thinking way to think about it. I, I, any any other any other way is to me is just kind of like a knee jerk and kind of weird, and you're taking sides for some stupid reason because you like a guy more, but he's not winning. I don't don't you want your team to win? I don't get it. I you know what I blame Twilight. <laughs> Twilight made us take sides, the vampire or the wolf. You know, why can't it be both? Why can't uh, they both just have a good time with Kristen Stewart? Tice Huck said, uh, just said in the YouTube chat, a first time podcast watcher of you guys and love it. Definitely will be a returning, uh, re- returning watcher. Well, thank you, Tice. Oh, thanks, Tice. Appreciate it. You well, make sure you follow us on Twitter at LGV Radio and download our podcast over at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Plex. And uh, consider entering the contest that we're going to announce uh, in the near future. Probably next week. Okay. We got a, we got a contest coming next week, so stay tuned. Uh, I'll have a little preview of it on social media this week, and then uh, we'll probably announce it next week on the show. Yeah, so. we, we just had we just uh, had a contest uh, that we gave away a couple things. So do another one. We might be giving away Bill's panties. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Out of the blue. It's that, late here, folks. That's that's something that's something that uh, should have discussed off air, <laughs> but it should have been. <laughs> well, then why do I have a bill? That that's uh, that's, that's a good question. That's another story for another night. <laughs> uh, we do have a uh, a couple tweets to get to real quick. Uh, Kurt, you tweet out your uh, favorite. I'm sorry, your your beer of the episode, uh, the Four Hands Brewing Company uh, Chocolate Milk Stout. Dr. Chip Beers says, one of the best there is, in my opinion. That's good. He's not, he's not, he's not wrong. And then uh, Justin W. at Justin03, a longtime listener of the show, 
Uh, he sent us a picture of the Sega Genesis with the um, the CD-ROM attachment. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That uh, is, uh, yeah, I, I actually I, I, I rented the uh, Sega CD and I, I used it for a day. Uh, but that will uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. For Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Uh, that will conclude this week's broadcast. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go blues. Why not Biddington? Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun. They're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. Rough and tough and got the stuff to win They'll always get one more No matter what the score They are quite a hockey team, my friends